you came in with these fucking Modellos, dude. Uh, you came in big today. <laughs> All right. What number are you on now? This is episode 49, bro. We're almost nice. to 50. Nice. Episode 49 of the 100 Podcast. I brought in my boy Ray again. This is the second time. Uh, but yeah, I think the, the biggest reason we got him in here was to talk about this guy. Which he hooked me up with a Lift Fluence Project shirt. Shout out, bro. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking tight, bro. Uh, but yeah, so what, what'd you do, bro? You just, you just, uh, the website started, right? The so. website dropped just two days ago, man. So it's, you know, everything's out there now at LiftFluenceProject.com. Uh, you can go on there. Um, we got, we have models on there um, that specifically we picked, um, you know, for the site. Uh, one of the models is Miss Kid Kush. You can see her on IG. Um, she's a big cannabis tattoo, you know, uh, Harley Davidson model. Cool as shit. Um, anyhow, yeah, we started this project. I think we spoke about this last time, but uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but I, I don't know. I was I was telling you before the the, the podcast. I I like the uh, the actual style, bro. I was looking at your website, and it, it's not like a lot of the other weed brands. It's kind of more. Uh, I don't know, like, like you can, you can rock this shit, like, you can, you can rock it at, at like, a, a dinner even, dude, without getting, like, a, you know, too many looks, you know, like, even, even your shit right there, you're wearing, yeah, it's pretty, man. pretty tight, you know, like, people, if they don't even know weed, they'd be like, I don't know what the fuck that is, so, yeah. but if you know weed, you're like, hell yeah, that shit's tight, man, so, I like, I like the style, where'd you, uh, where'd you get most of your design concepts, did, was, was it from you, did you, did you reach out to somebody? No, and uh, that's, and that's what's kind of crazy, man, it's like, so, what makes, what makes us a little different is, so, I come up with these designs in my head, I drive, I drive to LA almost every, well, every day, or San Diego from Coachella, so, I got a, you know, two and a half, three hour windshield time one way, so, a good six hour drive every day, so, I have a lot of time to think about yeah. designs and, you know, just the, the company itself. So I think about, you know, just designs. What the designs I usually come up with is my personal grows that I, that I have. I take pictures of all my personal grows of cannabis. And um, I basically pick, like, the dopest picture out of that grow. And then I'll take that and I'll come up with an idea um, of, gotcha. of, like, how I can incorporate that. So, like, this one specifically... There's like a big ass bud, which I believe it was a cherry punch, and yeah. then and then I told I told I referenced so Jason Inks is is he was he's a veteran that went to combat two tours with my brother, um, he basically is a retired army veteran and all he does is like just draw he does sketches for people and and we we got a good relationship where I can just call him on the phone and say hey Jason like this is what I'm thinking I got this big ass like bud that I want a gas mask to like go around it and I want to see through it and, uh. and he'll just come up with that design like I paint a picture and he can do it so I, any day I can call him come up with the design That's and he'll do it like within a couple of days it'll be done Speaking on the gas mask, bro, have you ever, have you ever hit, hit any weed off the gas mask? Uh, no, man, I, I got it, I got it, well, I've been, I've been in the gas chamber plenty of times, so I, I really don't want to even go there. No, yeah, we'll, we'll skip on the question then, bro, but, uh. Yeah, dude, but like you were saying, so like, the whole idea of, of the project, what makes us unique is that I have a, I have a U.S. Army veteran that's the artist. I could reach any time. You're, you're a vet too, correct? Uh, yes, USMC. So, Marine, Marine veteran. 
I could reach him at any point. Um, so we have a good relationship. And I mean, it's it's a process. I got the manufacturing company I got to deal with. Um, not only that, I private label the apparel. So on the back of my shirts, it'll say Live Fluence Project. So yeah. that's like one extra step. And then also uh, I have a, a custom woven label on the tees itself. That's legit. That's on so, this one too? Yeah, it should be on there too. So legit, like we have, bro, we, have we have that done on the shirt. And then even the custom tag. With and the... then we have a custom tag. So it goes from the manufacturing company to do the, the sewing of the custom labeling. And then it gets to me. Um, I don't want to do drop shipping yet. Just drop shipping will make it easy where I can just have them ship it to the customers yeah, but at the same yeah. time at that I wouldn't be able to put the tag the custom tag that we put on there dedicated to cancer patients so the whole brand behind Lifluence Project um, ultimately is to is to donate to cancer patients so in the end really I would like to start like a nonprofit in the end so yeah, non yeah, yeah. or if I did an LLC like either way um, I'm working with Medicaid on my level. One of my homies, um, I was helping him through some cancer treatments. He beat cancer once when he was like 17. And then he recently is beating it again. I was helping him through donations. Really? And so um, he's local in Desert Hot Springs as well, one of the homies. So uh, basically, I wanna, I'm want i working with him and we're going to work. He knows like the cancer facilities because he's been in them. So I want to start working with the cancer facilities local to Coachella Valley. And then... Uh, start being able to donate a percentage of sales to cancer patients. And that's like where this whole Live Fluence project started was I was always helping cancer patients. That was the whole goal, right? Yeah, yeah it was that's all... That's what you've been doing the whole time. I've been doing that since I got into cannabis over and, nine and years ago. is your buddy... Uh, is he a huge advocate for can cannabis? Was he using it throughout his... He has a CBD company, so... Really? And, and he, helped, he was helping one of his friends that was in cancer... Um, that uh, he had passed but so it's kind of yeah it's kind of crazy how we're helping each other but so like I want him he's going to be helping with Live Fluence Project you know helping kind of go around to cancer facilities and seeing what we can do to, to help work you know help he's actually help lived us. that that experience oh, yeah. so he, he kind of has the connections maybe can you know get you in there and, and Definitely, you know, talk man. to those people yeah so that's what makes us kind of unique is like we're not just a, a cannabis brand. You're not really just a weed brand. You no. know, like, oh, we just you know, we smoke weed. Like, yeah, you know, obviously it's a weed brand, but it, it's got a big, there's something behind it. You know, there's a story behind Definitely. it. There's a meaning behind it. That's that's, that's legit, man. I, I, I'm happy you actually you, you got there to, to open the website. Now that you did your first drop, is there is there anything you do different? Is there anything that you saw from this first drop that you would – you would like double down on like oh I, I like this so maybe I should maybe you know do something towards this like maybe like a design or something that people love uh, but but yeah like what, what do you what are your uh, your thoughts after your first drop after after you dropping your website so we're just pretty new at, at dropping so we're like two days into it but as of right now like we're That's doing true, right? but we're doing, weekend, but we're yeah. doing a soft launch so like meaning I want to I want to see how how people react to the designs, how they react to the website, and yeah. and like because we can track like the webs the 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 uh, web developer software that we're using, we can kind of like see around the world who is looking at the product, and like there was people looking from France. Like, Whoa, there was that's people, interesting. Yeah, so like there was people looking from around the states. So, you know. Everything that I've been doing in the background trying to promote the brand, like obviously people are talking and it's getting out there. 
Um, but the more and more we can talk about it, you know, the more and more it gets out there, and that's what we want. We want to start a movement that we can help cancer patients, not just here locally, but you know, yeah. just outside of Coachella Valley. But but anything different that I see right now, um, I mean, we're looking at what's selling. So right now, like, what's hard in the apparel industry is trying to find out sizing. So like, not everyone is the same size, obviously, and it's hard to find. There's some ratios that you can find. Um, of specifics that you would want to order for smalls, mediums, large, extra mm-hmm. largest, two X's. It's not really X-larges. exact though. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And everyone is I learned different. that myself. Oh, yeah. it's hard, man. And everyone, and then you don't want to order too much of one design, and you got like ten designs that are left over, and and that's not selling, you know. So like, it's just right now figuring out what what sizes are selling most, mm-hmm. and that's one thing that we're gonna take out of this first drop, and then also what designs are selling most out of this drop that we're going to take and then we can order more of that same design but also take a look at what designs are selling and kind of work that design like have other ideas of that same design but other ideas that we know that would sell that's similar so, yeah exactly like right yeah. now we, we got a crazy design that we're doing like i wanted to uh jason inks the homie the artist man he does some crazy some crazy shit dude uh-huh. Like some crazy shit. I'll have to show you after. But uh, anyhow, like he does some cool <laughs> skulls. Like skulls are like he does really well. Like he can draw women. Like he's just do. wild. That's oh yeah, wild. he'll yeah. go. He'll do some crazy stuff. But yeah, so like this next design, we're gonna have like some crazy skull with with uh, like cannabis kind of weaving in in and out of the skull with like some floral backgrounds on it. So oh, like it's gonna shit, take up legit. the whole back and then yeah man so Oh and it's gonna be on the back. We're of gonna the take shirt. so like this like same that. thing with this I shirt like man. The, the, this shirt right here is usually um, I made this one different but the, this shirt usually is the big this is in the back and then I have a small logo in the front. Mm, I like that yeah, style. Yeah 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 because yeah. it's it's like everybody's catching it, you know? Yeah, as they're man. walking as they're walking by or whatever they, they see that big design on your back and then almost if some if you're sitting down or whatever, it's almost like a clean a clean shirt. Like in my head, I'd be like, ooh, like you know, it still <laughs> looks fresh, you know, like it, it doesn't have nothing too crazy on the front. I'm sitting down, it looks like a nice black tee or a nice maroon tee or whatever it is. But uh, but that's legit, bro. When when are you? Do you have a plan for your next drop? Do you know like when it's coming? Or are you just kind of letting this play out and just kind of because obviously a couple days in, but but you know like you obviously gotta have. I'm sure you got a plan. I'm sure you gotta short-term mid-term long-term plan yeah man so um good question um so i just put listen listen man i've never spent this much money on apparel in my life i would never buy clothes for myself ever yeah so like my yeah so i would be the last person to shop for myself now i'm spending 800 900 dollars on fucking apparel man and it's crazy because that's that's not even i mean it's still a lot but i just put an order for like almost 80 t's just recently, so I'm already got like I gotta have something in the back. I have new, I have three new designs right now already ready to go. I got this crazy Hollywood design off to show you. It's like the Hollywood design. If you've seen it on IG, it's like if you were standing on top of the mountain and you're looking at the Hollywood from behind. Uh-huh. Yeah, but that's what I envisioned is you're looking at Hollywood from behind and then you got like like not that you could tell that it's cannabis, but it's but obviously, if you know it's Live Fluids project, there's going to be cannabis involved. So yeah, it's like yeah. it's got it's got like a silhouettes of cannabis throughout the whole valley, and then you can see LA like in the back, and then mm, this, yeah, it's cool legit. shit. Man. Yeah, so yeah. that's just one another design that we're working on. I got another design with uh, Miss Kid Kush. You have to look up her. 
on our IG. I but, saw some of your your posts with her. Yeah. Yeah. So she we have a, a design dedicated. She she was uh, willing. She actually thought it was dope. So she's actually um, in one of the designs. Um, it's gonna be kind of a Day of the Dead design. Really? Uh, and then uh, the homie that does does all my tattoo work. He did a uh, Noriega tattoo. He did uh, basically a lip fluence. He does some crazy hand you know sketching lip fluence man, and and that's gonna be like. They're really good friends, so it's uh, gonna integrate two two great friends, well three, all of us, um, into one design. So oh, that'll be a, good too. Yeah. There's a lot of meaning behind you know each one of these designs. That's a really good way too to uh, expand the brand quickly, you know, and get a lot of eyes on it. Is those collabs, you know, those mm-hmm. collaborations, those yeah, partnerships, getting those people out there, like even. Cause I, I think I checked up on her a little bit, like you know, like she's definitely a model or whatever, right? She's a model, so yep. so she's got a nice following, and, and when she has her own shirt that comes out on your your Live Fluence project, like that shit's gonna obviously sell, you know, like she'll get her her diehard fans definitely, that are gonna want to fucking check that yeah, shit out, you know. For sure. But uh, moving along to the weed, bro. I want to ask you a little bit about the weed because you did hook me up a little bit and. Uh, you did say now you're going fully natural, and I've been seeing you post those fucking. I don't even know what it is, bro. Yeah, I just seen you post something, something like lettering and then acid. So what? What are you? How are you doing that? How are you? How are you making your own? Uh, I don't know what what is it, what is it even called? Yeah, your own nutrients. Yeah, man. So like, why did you even go all natural anyways? What caused you to not go use? Obviously, I'm sure what for the cancer. To, to yeah, man. Keep everything as organic and as like exactly. clean as possible. Exactly. So, gotcha. um, I mean, if if I'm gonna be helping cancer patients, you know, like I, you know, obviously I do my personal thing, um, yeah. which is legal in California. Um, so I I do help cancer patients and and I want to I I my personal grow I I want the cleanest product possible. If I'm gonna help somebody that needs to be the healthiest during yeah. the stages of cancer or whatever stages of whatever illness. They need the, the best quality. So going from bottled nutrients, if you think what bottled nutrients is conventional, like just everyone's using bottled nutrients. There's not everyone. There's It's a very minute population of growers that are doing KNF, which is Korean natural farming. And that's what that's what I've been studying now for a while, and that's what I've been implementing into my grow. So KNF, Korean natural farming, is basically what you're doing is you're taking – Depending on where you live, you, you want to take surrounding vegetation that, that's local to you that may be high in different sources of, of nutrition for the plant at that stage. So the beginning stages of cannabis in the vegetative state, you want things that are high in, in nitrogen. So there's, there's certain plants that you would use to fermentate to have high nitrogen properties Mm -hmm. so during flowers now then there's a different fermentation that you would do during flowering season that you would fermentate uh something that's higher in phosphorus potassium um and that's another what you call a ffj a fermented fruit juice um and that's a process man everything ferments so is the vegetation is that more like this is maybe a stupid question, but is it more like vegetables and is the other one more like fruit? Like, is it is it like that or does it just not? Is it just totally like, has nothing to do with So like in cannabis, like when uh, when I say like, like in the veg cycle, 
So like anything that's not flowering. Uh, no, I know what you're talking you about. That I'm saying about the acid or whatever. Oh. Like, what are you using as the as the product so, as the nutrient? So like what I did originally. In the vegetative state, okay, I and got then you. Into the, what I did originally was uh, I was actually I grow uh, microgreens. So I was growing. Oh really? I was growing daikon. I've actually gotten very interested in that. I'll ask you about oh, that yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah man, it's, it's a good business too. Yeah. So um, I was growing daikon radish. And I was growing pink chard, and daikon radish is really high in nitrogen. So oh, okay. I was breaking down daikon radish because I was like, I just let it go, man. And like, usually with with any microgreens, you cut you cut it like one inch from the soil line. Yeah. So I was letting them just overgrow just because I was using it for my KNF. So I was ripping it all out, uh-huh. and then I was fermenting it with it's a brown sugar mixture that you use a ratio of brown sugar to to vegetation. And then you break that down, and, and then once you start breaking that down, you'll see all the juices just start coming out. Uh-huh. And, then, and then basically, it's a I could talk about KNF forever, dude. But you, you're basically I'm what you're, you're saying, basically though, pulling yeah. you're pulling the you're pulling the nutrition that that plant is holding. You're pulling the juices out of it, and you're letting it fermentate for seven to ten days. And then once seven to ten days hits, you should have a juice forming. And then you pour all that in, cheesecloth it out, squeeze it, and then you end up with the juice. And that juice holds ready available, readily available nutrients to feed your plant right away. So like mm. bottle nutrients, that's what difference about bottle nutrients. Bottle nutrients, the medium that you're growing in, that soil or, or whatever medium you're growing in, whether it's soil, hydroponic, cocoa, cocoa could be hydro, mm-hmm. uh, whatever that medium is holding, the, that that nutrient isn't readily available if it's a bottled nutrient most bottled nutrients so if you give your plant knf in that form you're breaking it, it down already and and you you have natural you have readily available nutrients so like right when you take. give it to it it takes it it takes it yeah so how so like let's say the nutrients you take from the, the bottle how long does it take for them to for the plant to be able to use it and how big of a difference does that make do you would, know that yeah i would Debbie? say it depends on if you're if if you're in soil and, and depending on what kind of soil if you're using a soil that that has really good uh, let's say you have your own like hot soil that feeds your plant already and has uh, natural microorganisms in there mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. that helps break down everything a lot faster but if you just have like some soil that you dug up in your backyard it, depending on where you live you could have some great soil. Depending. But I uh, like some dirt. You got some, some shitty dirt. dirt. Like if yeah, you're out in yeah. DHS, man, you just go in your backyard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> like yeah. We just got sand out here. <laughs> yeah. So like everything starts in the medium, and that's where every that's where your roots start. So, but KNF, man, by going back to it, it's the best way you can do it. I so mean, like KNF, even if you have shitty ass dirt, maybe it would grow better just because it it, it the nutrients. Right when it hits the plant, it's ready. It can it can use it. Is I would that... have to do a side by side to try that one. Yeah, out. <laughs> yeah, I guess you. I but guess I mean, you, I if you, you check out like live fluent, you. if you look up live underscore fluence and you see like my latest post and my last grow man, and you'll see like just the expressions that your plant expresses and KNF versus versus the bottled, you can tell like every one of my plants is well. You see a lot of purples. Uh, yeah, but like you'll see all the hues and different you. expressions, I and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I was thinking also that the yield wasn't going to be there just because you know bottle nutrients have higher content and yeah, iron, magnesium, yeah. All it's that, that artificial like it'll like yeah you have scientists that look you know what I'm saying but exactly, but, but, but so like I'm I'm in the middle right now of like trying to get my I'm dialing in that KNF right now I'm, I'm working right now I got I got three different KNFs I'm working one right now that I'm doing. Is uh, dragon fruit, 
dragon fruits mm-hmm. high in calcium and phosphorus and i actually mm-hmm. have a dragon fruit tree in my yard so like i have dragon fruit that i'm fermentating right now um that i'll be uh filtering out probably in about three days how long does it stay like uh like let's say you do you do the it fermentates for seven to ten days. How long can you use that those nutrients? So once you let once the fermentating process is done um, and you extract everything, uh, um, it won't last as long. Um, let's just say there's a ratio of brown sugar that you'll add to the mixture that helps stabilize and 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 it'll last longer. I'll just gotcha, say that. You gotcha, but gotcha. but. Um, I mean, we're making right now. I'm making jars, you know, like I don't know. They're 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 good sized jars, man. And like during the grow cycle, you use a good amount. So like it's you're gonna go through it before before you go gotcha. you know, before yeah. it spoils. But then yeah. like I'm making some other stuff right now too, which is called LAB. Uh, it's a lactose lacto, lactose acid bacillus. So that basically I make it's it's rod shaped bacteria is what mm-hmm. it is. It's crazy, dude. So you take rice water. So you'll take rice, uh-huh. and you know how you rinse your rice off, and you have that that milky kind yeah, of. Yeah, exactly. Basically, that's what you want to collect. You okay. collect that, dump it into a container, and you let that fermentate for a few days, and so then just let you'll start living organisms. Basically, that's how you make like rice wine, right? Then you smell it, and it'll you'll smell mm-hmm. that like once you start smelling that sweetness of it, that's when it's time to pour in the milk. So then you do a ratio of milk in there, and you let that fermentate for another few days. What the fuck? And then from there. It's the first step of making cheese process. So from there, you'll start seeing a separation of curds. So you'll see curds on the bottom, and you'll see curds on the on the top floating. And then you'll see in the center, you'll see a serum, what they call serum. That's what you want to collect. So once once the process is done, you collect the curds. You can set that aside. You can make cheese with it if you wanted to. And that's, really? a, that's another... That's a ne- next step of creating natural farming and making cheese. Uh-huh. But from there, after you collect your curd, you move it aside, you strain out your serum, and that serum right there, you could put it, you could store it in the refrigerator, you can, or you can pour in a ratio of brown sugar and you can have it on your shelf and it'll last longer outside of the refrigerator. But anyhow, that serum is like, it's been around for a long time, man. Like farmers use it, uh, farmers use it for cattle. They use it for their for their plantations for their uh-huh. vegetables just because it's it's something that they they can use naturally. Um, it's good for gut health for humans. It's good for hair health for humans. Um, it's, what does it do for the plants? For plants, man. Uh, is that what you do it for? Is for the plants? For the plants, okay, yeah. So yeah. I'll use it as a foliar spray for like an IPM integrated pest management. I'll use that as like mm. a foliar spray along with like once maybe once a month I'll do a soil drench with it. It's it's good for for the soil, so um, for the biology of the soil. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's just there's so many different steps in KNFs and so many different. Um, there's KNF, there's FPJ, FFJ. There's options. OHN, different. there's Oriental Herb. Like it's there's a spray that you can make. But I mean, this stuff has been along around forever. But a lot of people don't want to move toward KNF because they're so used to. You know, is that just too much of a process for a lot of people? Are people just it's just too much work for them? Oh man, it's it's a lot of work, but at the same time, I mean, if you want the best product out there, and then I mean, just like, well, that's why there's a few that are the best. You know what I'm saying? There's a few that are are high quality. Exactly. So like like I said, there's not a lot of people that are interested. There's a lot of people that are interested. There's a lot of most people don't want to get into it. Um, A lot of people think it's awesome, but a lot of people won't do it. 
but at the same time, it's the best thing for you and the best thing for your plants, man. And, and Shit, I think a lot of people even like the idea of growing weed, but when it gets down to it, they'd rather just water a plant and think that's it. You know what I'm saying? No, and like, it, we, like, I know it's not just that. You gotta you know love it, man. You gotta love it. Because, yeah. like, for me, I'll work 15 hours a day and I'll be coming back from L.A., getting home at 8 o'clock at night, and I'm coming home to the garden and still doing it every day. Shh. So that you really gotta love yeah. growing. You gotta love not just growing, but you gotta love plants in general. Like in my opinion, man. Like it. That's why like people want to grow, man, and and but they want to start big, and you just can't do that. Yeah, I think I talked to you about small. this a little bit last time, and I and that was what you told me. Like just start literally with one plant, or like, and then you know, see if you like it. Go to two, or then go to four. Like Perfect. literally, yeah. barely, like I just keep going up because it's. It's a process, and every time you add more, you have more problems, you know. And I think that's a that's a good, you know, a, a good piece of advice for people because people always try to go big and then they lose all their money, or they fucking waste all this time, or they just, you know, you they can just, put a lot of money into it, and uh, or they even lose lose the passion for it because exactly. they went too big, yeah. too fast. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, but uh, but on the microgreens, what? Have you heard of like all the benefits from microgreens and stuff? Have oh, you done man. that research? Because yeah. I've been. Do you ever hear of? Uh, you ever listen to Rhonda Patrick? I think her name is no, Doctor Doctor Rhonda Rhonda Patrick. Is I that believe. podcast or? Yeah, yeah. She's uh, she's been on the Joe Rogan podcast, and she's like such an advocate for microgreens, man. And she's like just super smart. But yeah, like she was she was talking about them, and even like uh, one of them she was talking about was like the little broccoli. Oh yeah, the broccoli. Do you, do you grow those by chance? I I haven't grown the broccoli, um, but I will say so. That's another business idea that I have in the past, and I'm still really interested in it because it's it's good for cancer patients. Even so, even for just regular people, and I think a lot of people don't really know how beneficial microgreens are. I don't think they really even understand. They don't. It. Most of them don't I mean, even know what it is because most yeah. mi- most people that see microgreens are like, I mean, most fan like you got to go to a really fancy restaurant mostly to see microgreens like. On a plate, and they usually mm. usually just for a garnish is what they they just garnish like a pork chop maybe. Or, yeah, or pork, yeah, yeah. You know, just a little top, which they're not getting a ton of. But but microgreens, like generally, I mean, there I will say there's so many different varieties, but there's some varieties that are super easy. Like if you want to get into microgreens, uh, daikon daikon uh, radish is one of the I would say the easier microgreens to grow Uh so i mean you can do this at home you can do sprouts sprouts you can come up with issues just because it's floating in water sprouts there's a difference between sprouts and microgreens but microgreens man you can literally get like have you seen like the trays you use for clones yes okay so those what are they like two feet by four or two feet by three feet or something but anyhow you you basically could take a tray like that you can go to johnnyseeds.com and go on there but you're literally you could buy from Johnny Seeds. You could buy like a pound of microgreens for like seven bucks or something. And that pound of microgreens, you could probably produce about six pounds of microgreens. Damn. So like, yeah. and and you got to be on it though because microgreens, the cycle of microgreens is so fast, and that's why it's such a good business. But you got to be on top of it because uh, my that's continually well like daikon going. radish. Like I can I can seed I could sow I could sow in uh, daikon radish into six trays six trays. Each tray, I want to pull a pound off. If you sew it right, I want to pull a pound per tray. Uh-huh. And each tray, depending on, right now it's hard because of the restaurant business and everything. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But each tray, you could sell possibly anywhere from $30 to $50 a tray, depending on 
who your who your customers are. Uh-huh. Uh, but anyhow, um, you're talking what a, what seven a, to fourteen days. You're sprouting. Uh, is is the sprouts that you're talking about that are in water? Is that the ones that are in like jars where in people jars. are like I've seen that where they grow like a shitload of them. Yeah, in, so you can take jars. like alfalfa as one. Yeah, like yeah, you yeah. can grow it in the jars. So like that, literally, you can and it's super easy. Like you can take them, seed your jars, put you tap water in there, and then from there, basically every day, just drain the water, fill it back up. Next day, drain the water, fill it back up, and then once you see that tap root come out of of the seed. Um, you let it go for another couple of days after you keep draining them. It's a process, but um, at the end, you're basically eating the seed with the taproot. Oh, that's, really? That's what a sprout is, but, but you, you know, you can, you, depending on the water, and that's why you have to, like, keep cleaning your water because you can end up with some problems. Some and, nasty. Yeah, yeah so, like, you yeah. want to make sure that's super clean, but, like, but like with microgreens, there's not too much that you can really mess up, but, but like I said, um, you it can yield like... so fast. Do, like, 12, 12 days, 14 days or less. You're already you're already yielding, cutting everything, and, and you can package it up and get it out. Or as a family, you could be eating that weekly. Yeah, that's Super almost healthy. that. You almost gave me a business idea. Oh man, I so, almost forgot about microgreens, and now just mentioning it, mentioning it, and then thinking about it because nobody really sells that or even talks about them too much, even around this Coachella Valley, which oh, so is pretty only, interesting. To I me. was looking into this about three or four years ago and there was only about three people in the valley that were doing it and two actually one probably and two were outside the valley coming from like Hemet and they yeah. were they were like small time farmers like I'm saying so if you look it up on like YouTube or whatever you'll see people doing it like in their condo. So you can literally have a garage mm-hmm. and you can have, you know, the shelves that have a multi level like four feet long. Yeah. Five feet long shelves, multi tier, three stacks. All you gotta do is get some T five high output lights. And, and or or some LEDs and line it, and then you get your trays, and then you line, you soil your trays, all that, and obviously seed them and everything. Within twelve to fourteen days, man, they're ready to cut. So you can literally have two sections. Every two have. weeks, it's just like, or even if you oh, have yeah. it, if you have them like a week separate, then it's like every week you're fucking yeah, you're cutting yeah, off. cutting and ready to go. So yeah. like that's the it's the quickest. How do you keep thing. that? How do you make sure it's clean? Like, is there any? Can you have any issues with getting any bacteria or anything? Like, is there any way you make sure your so, microgreens are clean? Or is that kind of on the person on washing them or whatever when they get them? So you want to be as just like cannabis, you want to be as clean as possible with anything you're doing with growing, and that especially that you're gonna consume but like they actually sell like um clean um mats so i would say it's a way of hydroponics for for uh for microgreens because anything that's hydroponic hydroponic just means inert which means there's nothing to it yeah there's, no, there's nothing it's like like a soil obviously it's not it's not hydro because because it's not nothing it's there's a medium so hydroponic it just doesn't mean water so like cocoa cocoa core is a hydroponics that's another mm-hmm. way of doing hydroponics, but they sell these mats that are like super thin that you could buy for especially microgreens, and then you just soil the mats, and then that's a way that you can give it to chefs. The whole mat, you cut it and give it to them depending on their order, because oh, some really? chefs, depending on the state that you live in, you just give them the actual full yeah, plant basically. Because some chefs don't want, they won't allow you to give it to them in soil. So that makes sense. Yeah. That so makes sense. so out of everything, like that's why you see like how like with the knowledge man with with just plants in general like uh, that's why i'm passionate about growing it's not just cannabis it's it's plants in general so yeah. i just, like i'd say um like you know if you can get a good grasp of plants and what they like then you can convert that to knowledge and cannabis you'll be pretty yeah. successful yeah i 
plants and just like uh, just the animal life in general is very interesting to me, bro. Just the world in general, like like all plants are fucking. They just they they trip me out, bro. Just how and and. Maybe that's from me being on shrooms a couple of times, <laughs> looking at a, <laughs> looking at a couple of sunflowers or some shit, bro. But plants are very interesting to me and very kind of uh, just amazing, you know, because it just, just I don't know. They they and then once I like to be honest, when I was on shrooms, when you're looking at plants, you can really see they're alive. Oh, like you shit. can tell, you're like oh shit, like yeah. these motherfuckers are living, you know. They're not just yeah. sitting there. You don't just walk like those motherfuckers are alive. You can oh, tell, my. you know, and that shit was very. Eye opening, I guess, and that was that was shit. That was a couple years ago, still. Talking about animals, man, that's one other thing we'll discuss. Like, um, uh, it's another part of like KNF is you can use eggshells, collect eggshells. So if you ever have eggshells that you're not gonna use, like chickens or some shit. Yeah, 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 like just eggs, just eggs in general. So like eggshells contain calcium. So Uh for for plants in general, I want that calcium. So I'll take that calcium, those shells, and I'll wash them and I'll break them down and I'll heat them heat them up to a temperature and I'll take that and do a mixture of brown rice vinegar and once you do that mixture you'll start seeing all this activity and you're pulling the calcium out of the shells same thing with bones beef bones if you're ever going to make like a chicken or a beef caldo or any kind of beef dish you want to keep those bones there's beef bones and you take that you heat them up you burn them you get a nice char on them Uh not too charred but you want to char on them same thing brown rice vinegar um, you're pulling out calcium phosphate right out of the bones. Feed your plants. Really? What? How'd you learn all these things? Just research or just learning? Just kind of like, just like online? Are you just online searching that shit, or is that just kind of like, you just kind of figuring it out as you're going? Like, like what? What was your main source of knowledge? Did you have somebody that you looked to? Was there definitely? Like a, uh, so like, there's some people that that I follow too. Hemp for the win. If you're listening. Um, he's one one of the homies that I've been talking with a lot with, but um, originally before him, I was already studying, doing a lot of research, reading uh-huh. online. There's a lot of online material, so if you look up uh, Master Chow, uh, you'll find out. Like, look up Master Chow, look up KNF, and you'll find out it's big in Hawaii. Uh, you look up uh, Chris Trump on like in, uh, Instagram or YouTube. So Master T, Chris Trump studied under Master Chow, and he's the one. Chris Trump is the one that brought it to the U.S. So he's he does classes actually within the United States. How long has to. it been in the U.S.? Oh man, it's, honestly, that's a question that I don't know. Um, how long it's how long been has in the it, U.S.? How long has he been spreading it? Oh in the man, US? probably at least ten years. At but least. that's it though, really. Or longer, like, or longer. But, but it's been it's it's been around for <laughs> it's been around for ages, man. Like, but it was kind of like technique. it was something that a lot of people didn't know about until like it, maybe the a last. Lot of, Yep, exactly, man. And, and like I'll say, like farmers, there's farmers that are using, like like I said, the LAB are using it for their cattle just because it's good for gut health. And, uh-huh. but, and also, uh, LAB is good for odors. So you can use it, put it in a spray bottle. You put it like deodorant? It's, it's, a, it's an odor killer. So really? it's a natural bacteria. So that's pretty interesting to me. So, so you can almost figure out a way to make fruits and vegetables and, and basically whatever that's kind of around you to kind of do all these different things for you. Like like a deodorizer feeds your plants. It's good for your gut health. Like obviously that's a little difference. Rice water, bacteria, that type of stuff. But still it's like just like small little household things that you would think 
you know, like, they, how would that even yeah. work? You know, how does that even? It's crazy, man. Like plants make sense. Are, plants science are, and chemistry. That's yeah, just crazy. Plants are put on the on the earth for a reason, and they have a purpose. And and like the way I look at K and F, and the good way to look at it is if you have any kind of plant, it doesn't have to be cannabis, but if you have a plant in a vegetative state or a flowering state, you pull plants that are naturally growing in your environment that are vegetative in the vegetative state, meaning not flowering. And mm-hmm. you and you take that and break it down and do a fermentation process with that plant, and then you extract that liquid and you and you feed your plants that are in a vegetative state what you just extracted. That's a good way to look at it. If you want, if you have flowering plants that are flowering that are your personal plants, and you and you find vegetative material plants that are around your surrounding areas, and you pull that and fermentate it, feed those flowering plants what you just fermented. That. And that's a good source of what they need. Yeah. So yeah. like, dude, it's it's crazy. Like when I you look understand. at it, it's easy to look at it that way. So depending on what stage your plan is, and and like when I'm talking gardening and your outdoor gardener and your just regular vegetables, if you pulled plants from that stage, that's a good that's a good way of looking at how, when to feed your plant or what to feed them. What are some plants that you can grow out here in the desert? Speaking of that shit, because I, I, I've never really known, and the desert is fucking super harsh. Hmm. Harsh-ass weather, you know, 115 degrees, whatever, 110 degrees, shit, can hit 120 on some days. I've seen that shit hitting 118, you know, Don't not, say it, not too long ago. <laughs> it's still what it's expected to hit that Oh, yeah, yeah, soon. today was like 115. Yeah, so what... What are some plants that are that that you can grow, like some vegetables or like fruits or anything that you can grow that that uh, is, is you know works in in the desert, right? desert. And and when when do you start growing? Because that is a good, another great question that I try to search and I've searched it actually honestly because I've, I've I'm very interested in gardening, just especially because I have kids and shit. But but I've searched it and I don't ever find nothing for like the low desert like where we're at like this regular <laughs> I find and I'm basically I'm sure it's because you can't grow shit out here you know oh. but uh but I've searched it and the only thing you can find that you can grow is like the high desert I search yeah. what can you grow in the desert yeah. nothing ever comes up so is there anything you can grow any vegetables it's hard man so you gotta be on top of it either either you have to have like a drip system irrigation Okay. Uh, or like if your wife's home and she can water like like my wife's home so she'll she'll water like twice a day or three times a day if she's home. Yeah. Um, you got to be on it, man. Yeah, keep being torched. Yeah, because you got to think of that root ball, the root ball of that plant, man. Once it gets to a certain temperature, that man, that shit will die or just go downhill and it'll have a lot of deficiencies. But but like I have chili peppers. Chili peppers grow really well out here. I was growing uh, scorpion chilies, jalapenos, serranos. Um, I had. Uh, Tabasco, um, what's the other one? I had about seven different chilies still right now that are, that are coming back thriving right now. But you gotta water. You gotta try to water them anytime when you walk you, in the when backyard. When do you plant them? When's the best time to plant them, or when's the best time to start growing? Um, them? it depends, man. Like, hmm, it it just depends on the chili, honestly. Yeah, um, I got you. Like right now, I have chilies right now uh, that I have had for years, and they they're not fruiting right now. So chilies are considered a fruit because they seed. They have anything that has seeds, so it's, okay. a, it's a fruit, fruit yeah, and plant. Yeah. But uh, but you gotta watch out for birds too because the birds will try to eat them. So if you build like a little cage, like kind of like a burlap thing around it, because yeah, the the, the birds you gotta watch out. You gotta watch out, man, for uh, for caterpillars too in the desert. It's crazy, man. Caterpillars love. They'll go right through your shit. They huh? love weed, dude. They'll uh, one caterpillar will tear your 
shit up if you have an outdoor. How do you keep from a caterpillar? I've seen actually because I was at a, a grow a couple weeks ago and they were using these. Um, I don't know what it was called, but it was basically almost like rock or like it almost looked like you can almost like break it up and it was like really like. Uh, was it white? Yeah, it was like white or gray, and it was like really rough to the touch. Okay, so yeah, so. Um, and so I know that was like the cut, like you yeah, know, basically the bugs or whatever. So you can do a few different things. Um, this is a good point. So you can use, and this is for any soft body insect. You can use uh, soft sand. You can use playground sand, for one. Really. Like I've integrated as an IPM within my soil medium. I've integrated playground sand just because if you. Anyone, a lot, anyone can get gnats within their grow. It's very easy. Uh-huh. Bugs just come, man. Like that's the thing. Like if you don't have the perfect situation, you're gonna have problems. And if you don't do a natural, a good IPM throughout the week, throughout your weeks of, of flowering and you're just vegetative stage and growing, you're gonna have problems. Spider it's, mites is a big one. Yeah. So dude. like, so like within the soil though, you can control that with playground sand. Playground sand, uh, basically, it's so fine that it's like acts like glass. So like if you have soft body insects that are within the soil laying larva, pulpa, eggs, they're gonna go through there and cut themselves and dehydrate. Um, another good one is called a uh, diatomaceous earth, and that stuff, man, it's like it's like a baby powder. It's a bag you can get. It's so fine you can put your hand in there and, and it feels like. Have you ever felt like uh, what do you call that? Uh, powdered sugar. It's mm-hmm. kind of silky. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's almost like a big bag of powdered sugar. Well, that stuff acts the same way, even finer than sand. So you can take that man on your plants outside, take a handful, and just throw it on there. Mm-hmm. And it'll coat it. Uh-huh. And that's another good protector. Oh, really? Plants. And that guy, the, the thing I was talking about, it was almost like rocks. He had like rocks of it. And then he had it's a. Crazy. It, no, I don't know yeah, I don't know what it was. I don't know. I'd have to ask him, but but yeah, it was the same shit. Basically, Mine's the same exact. Yeah. yeah, something like that. It was something that was very, like, just, you know, like, uh, you know, just super light. It was light. It wasn't, it wasn't like, it was just very airy. But, like, like you said, you know, like, once it gets crumbled up yeah, and shit, yeah. it just, it, same whole point is to cut them and dehydrate them or whatever. Um, but do you, do you have, any like animals as well? Do you have like chickens or anything as well? No, no, no. You just not, stick to the plants. If so, my next property I want to sell my house. My next property I want I want a property where I can have that land where I can I can have that. So, yeah. yeah, that's that's what I that's my overall goal. Where would you want to live at? Do you have a, a, a um, idea? It depends. I'm looking at Marietta kind of area um, out that way possibly, uh, but yeah, we'll see. What, so are you hoping to grow, just get your whole, like, maybe like a big-ass farm? Is that what your plan is? Yeah, like, you know, I, would love, just... I would love a farm, man. And, um, you know, do, I can do everything K&F, have, have a, like, a little warehouse set up yeah. where I can have all my K&F shit set up for, yeah, man, I want to, I want to take that K&F to a next level. I mean, possibly even talking about starting a uh, mononutrient line here. So that's what so, I was going to ask yeah. you, because that's, that was the whole point of me asking you earlier about, uh. Like how long does it last? How long does it does it like? Can you use that? Because obviously you're going through the process. You're learning all this, this shit behind the scenes. Like I feel like that's something you could definitely build a business from. You know, make your own nutrient line definitely, and actually yeah. be like all natural. You know, you can literally like show the process and and you know like like show this isn't just some artificial scientific. You know, you just bought some shit and yeah. mix it together. You literally got fruits and vegetables yeah. and fucking. 
you know, when, when, uh, you know, scavenging, harvesting yourself and shit. Well, what's cool, man, is I have a good following. Like, I don't have a ton of followers on, on my Instagram. Like, I just don't reach a lot of people. And that's what sucks. I mean, but at the same time, it's like I have a lot of... Like, I think that's your weed, though. I think that's oh, yeah. because it's the, it's weed, you know? It's yeah. still kind of looked down upon. Maybe not in California, but in just, you know, worldwide or even just the United States. It's still not legal. Well, probably. Instagram for me, like, it's kind of new to me. Like, it's new. And then I wasn't really... When I first got on... I didn't even want to even attack Instagram. Like, it just was something I didn't even want to be a part of. And then um, really, like, once I started the Fluence Project, too... I, I knew I needed to try to be more socially out there so yeah. that like I'm getting more followers but at the same time like the followers that I do have like I posted something recently the people that I do have are like true people like true followers like they're they're people that I want following me like yeah, I don't really yeah. I don't really care about like I don't like most people out there I don't know if that's the best thing to say but most people out there I don't really get along with but but I want to get along with the people that are following me so mm. like you know, I only have like four hundred something followers, but the followers that I have, a lot of them are big into 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 grows from Humboldt. You know, they're all in the legal grow market, um, and they all respect me. I respect them, and that's the kind of market I want to attack with the LiveFluence project. Not only them, I want to I want I want it to be everywhere, but you just want like real followers growers, though for the want. growers, man. Like yeah. that's really I want to. I want to have I want to have these T-shirts, man. I want to have all the growers wearing it. I can see it, man. I want them posting pictures. I'm gonna post it on their website. Um, I want to have it big into the growing community. And and you know I've I've already been told one of the big homies out there, man, uh, DC Crane. If you're listening, I mean that's what he's just like you said, man. The designs, they're kind of classy. You know they're artistic. They're, they're dope designs. They're not something that anyone's doing, really. And they're not doing it for the mission. You know what's kind of crazy is these designs come from the head of somebody that actually grows weed. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, you grow that shit as an art. You know? Yeah. Like, you literally, you've, you've gone so deep into it. Like, it's an art for you. Like, there's not... I don't think anybody that would grow exactly like you, you know? There's a lot of people that can sit there and throw a seed in, put some soil, put some water, put some nutrients, but you really went deep into the science and that's kind of what your your uh, your designs kind of, that's what they represent is like you're, exactly. you're very Passion, artistic yeah. with it, you know? I appreciate it. Yeah, man, I, I, uh, I don't know. I just, I enjoy your knowledge with when it comes to growing and I can tell it's not just like a, it's not, it's not about the money. It's a, it's a passion, and that's, that's very interesting. Yeah, I appreciate me, you know? that comment, man, because even if it was about the money, I would pay out of my pocket to do it even if it was costing me money. Yeah. That's, that's, what, that's the truth, man. I would act, Even if I was losing money, I would still pay to put money into it just because that's how much I love growing. And that's what you, that's what that's what makes me different than other people's, and that's what makes my the people that I'm friends with different than all the other big growers is the fact that They'll grow this plant even if it comes out of their pocket. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you could tell the difference in the weed too, man. Like you could tell what's fucking good, dank ass shit. You can tell who's actually putting yeah. in. The, it's weird, man. Even the, like that shit even goes, and this is super sideways. But this that even goes to cooking, you know? Like when you oh, cook shit. some food, bro. When you put some effort into yeah. it, and you like put some love into it, you can taste it. And it's like 
shit, you might even put the exact same seasoning, but you can literally taste the the, yeah, the there's effort, techniques, you know? man. There's techniques. Yeah, I was gonna be yeah. a cook too, man. So I'd cook really? some bomb, dude. I was, yeah, man. That was I was going to Scottsdale Culinary Institute. Yeah, but like I'm, I'm a part-time chef, dude, man. Like I, I do most, a lot of the cooking. So, but when you see, you see my page, man, I've like, seen you. I always, I always comment on your food. That yeah, you dude, I'm always cooking, well. dude. Like that's like one of my favorite. That's why I got into the microgreens thing too, because I like integrating microgreens with just salads and just. Love, love cooking, man. Yeah. Love, love food, plants. You know, good people. Have you ever, have you ever been hunting? Did I ask yeah, you that that's a funny time? question, man. Like I've always wanted to go hunting, but at the same time, I love animals. Um, the only other people I would hunt with people. I'd rather hunt people than not hunt animals, because. People piss me off. I like animals. Animals don't give me any. Problems. I just feel, but I just feel like <laughs> the only, the only reason I would ask that is because uh, you're just so natural. You know, well, like I all was, natural to where you would. I could see you hunting your own animal, cutting that shit up. I was a scout that. sniper in the Marine Corps as yeah. well, like you know. So like I was in the Marine Corps, I was a grunt, 0311. I did go out for scout sniper platoon. I did make that, and I was in scout sniper platoon for a while. So um, it would be natural for me to be a hunter, but I like animals, man. Like it, it, like honestly, like I wanted to hunt animals um, just because it would be cool to. It, the only the only way I would hunt animals is if I was if I had to. If shit hit the fan and I had to do it, live but I shit. like animals, man. Like, I, man, people, people are the ones that need to go. They're kind of like assholes, people, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, animals yeah. Are, you know, unless they you, ain't fucking with you, unless, yeah. you, unless you, unless you, hey, if there's a tiger coming after me, man, that's a different story. You're shooting that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same way. I've, I've all, I, uh, I do feel the same way, but I do, I do want to go hunting like one time, you know, just to feel that. Just to feel so like that animalistic, like like survival type feeling, and not and you know obviously you were in the military and shit, so you've probably felt this plenty. But just for me to feel like you know like you know like just be like that's like a manly ass thing to do, and then you have to skin the animal. What do you want to hunt? Like, like would you want to hunt like a bird or or you? Nah, hunt, like, I like, like hunt like like maybe like a deer or, or something. Yeah, yeah, like or like and 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 then you know obviously eat the meat. Yeah, and fucking like like and and uh, eat. It, it does seem kind of sideways, but it, for some reason, it, it it does show your love for the animal because you're not just buying from some meat that was just you know cut up in a you know uh, a meat especially, factory. And, especially you know, man, like if that. you do do that and you respect animals, and that's the thing, man. Like, if I was to hunt an animal, and it would I would take it the same way I would grow a plant. So. I use everything from that plant. So like if the animal, yeah, yeah, you got yeah. even the, if you do go hunting, man, save me the bones and I'll save, say me, the, really save me all you. the inners. Cause I'll take that and fermentate all that shit. Like fish is another good one. Man. Uh, like fish is another. FAA. I want to go fishing too. I'm oh, really man. not fishing myself either. FAA is another fermentation. Like cut the heads, all the guts, everything, tails, keep that shit. Cause I can make an FAA with that and fermentate really? that. And then you got fermented. It's a fish juice that you get. Out of it, which is high in nitrogen. So, do you have anything that you that you think is the best for anything, the plants? Anything for seed. If you do anything that for fish and you want to use it for plants, mostly things for uh, uh, saltwater, good like deep sea fishing. Uh huh. Mostly, I mean anything will work, but deep sea fishing is the best. That's like but for fermentation. But uh, but I'm saying what what nutrients? If you could pick a nutrient that you could use. Every time for the plants, like what would your what would your go to be? So it all depends, man. I mean, you have your base nutrients that you want for your whole grow, which is NPK, nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium. 
So like a good vegetation plant uh, that you're looking for is like comfrey, which is hard to find out here. Comfrey. Uh-huh. I've been trying to look for I don't know what the fuck that is. I never it's heard a, of comfrey. It grows a nice, beautiful like bud, like plants in the center, but but it's uh they have a Russian comfrey. There's so many different varieties of comfrey. Uh-huh. Uh But it's hard to find out here. Like I can order it on Amazon, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and they actually come rooted, dude. <laughs> But you can't. But I can't. I'm having a. <laughs> but, they, but, it, but they grow naturally in, in different states. So out here, I can't find comfrey. But it's high in nitrogen, potassium, phosphorus, and those are the building blocks of plants. So it's almost got. It's just got everything. So in like in normal bottle nutrients, they have they have like usually uh, a nutrient line that has an A or a B, or they have a, a micro mix that is a is a mix of all three nitrogen, potassium, phosphorus. So uh, comfrey in one. That's one. That's one plant that has all three building blocks of of. And just that right one. Just so that plant. would probably be the best fucking. Yeah, that's dude. like the go-to. That's the. If I you mean, could. for me, for me, if I could, but I mean, I'm integrating like a whole bunch of different plants to try to try to make that one. You know, one plant basically we'll get all the nutrients off of a few different plants in the fermentation process. For we live in the desert, so it's hard. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. aloe vera, man. If you can have like I have aloe vera mm. all over my front yard, I'm integrating aloe vera into. So I just did a fermented fruit project that I did. Uh, I did uh, aloe vera. I did uh, bananas, which are high in potassium. I did. I did avocados. I did mangoes, and. What else? I did one more. Papaya. You mix all so those together. So that's my fermentation that I'm doing right now for a flowering process for, for what I have coming up. So when you do that, when you put those nutrients in the in the in the plant, right? When you pour them in it or whatever, do you feel like the the flavor from that or like the taste or the smell, whatever? Do you think that gets into the plant? Oh man, guaranteed. I'll tell it? you. I'll tell you this. Because um, I can almost, you know, it's weird, dude. Is just smelling these two. Uh, just the weed right here, the flower oh, right here. Oh yeah. I can smell that. I can smell it's natural. Like I can almost smell like that. It it, it just doesn't smell like it. it it's artificial. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You is man and and so the nose that so the terpenes off off that plant right there, man. Like they call them terpenes because that's just like any flower out there. That's how they make uh, perfume and cologne. Is they pull terpenes off of off of plants. And terpenes is what where you get the smell. Yeah, so yeah. So like, yeah. so like the more terps you can have on a plant, the better the smell. I was looking how to make oil and shit, and they put, yeah. put terpenes in, mix it yeah. up. Yeah, so that. like, yeah, yeah. so like you could smell what you smell are the terpenes, um, and then so these are all like characteristics of the plants that I'm looking for is like obviously yield, uh, terpene terpene profile, obviously look. Um, how the bud cures, how it condenses once once you cure it. So like, there's a big process, man, with with growing for me. Like, I'm not the guy that's just growing and, and cutting and getting like just whatever here. It's it's there's a process, and I want to perfect it. And there's a curing process, and it has to be cured. I won't even touch it until it's done properly. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm a snob about it, man. And like, and honestly, I haven't smoked probably in weeks. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't even partake often, man. Like, I just so busy. Like, by the time I get home. After working all day, I I'm just done, man. Like so. That trips <laughs> me the fuck out. You just you you're like not really like yeah, yeah, interested no. that much. You, Honestly, it's you just, just love uh, growing and the plants and the process. The last thing I want to do is come home and load a bong, man. Like all of you, like I'm thinking about it now. I should probably do it tonight. But yeah, I haven't done dude, it in you like really weeks, should, but, bro. But honestly, man, I haven't even smoked. I haven't even smoked in um, my own shit for like I don't even know how long, man. Like it's been a while, dude. Like. And that's the cool thing. I think that's what makes me a little different is is the fact that 
I don't I don't need to go home and and, and, and hit the fucking bomb. No, I need to go smoke your shit. Yeah, yeah, I need to go home and I need to fucking get on my plants and do some work. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, dude, it's uh everything everything that I'm doing is a process and that goes for the apparel, that goes for growing, that goes for just just life and process, you know, and do you uh, I think I asked you this in the first podcast, but I don't want to get too much into the military, but uh, do you think the military is what caused you to be so driven? Like, do you think that helped you in your, the way you, like, the way you look, like, just the way you are with growing, growing plants in general, like, you go and, and you, uh, you don't, you don't, like, miss any steps, there's no laziness to, to your processes, do you think that the military was uh, any part of that, or do you think it was just you in general, just that's how you are? Yeah, that's a good question. No, man, um, honestly, like, I grew up kind of, like, in a really, like, strict, I grew up, my papa, like, papa, and, and, like, I grew up in Louisiana, so papa, they were all Cajun, so, uh, so my papa, they're, I'm Japanese, Irish, and and Hispanic, Mexican, but uh, my papa's Irish, all Irish, and he married my mama, which she was Japanese, so they were really strict, like, my papa was really strict, Uh, it was always about work. Um, you know, we work for food. Like when we, we used to visit them for summer, like in school, man, my mom would get, drop us off over there for the summertime and we would be basically working during the summer. And that's what we, that's really? how we did, That's how we were, man. We worked for food. So it was a really strict kind of way of living the way we grew up. So the Marine Corps, man, that was always a question. I've, I've had that question before, man. And for me, I would say for a lot of people that are, that were in the, in the Marine Corps, they needed that strict. They needed that guidance. Yeah, some of these people, yeah, some yeah. people that go in need that guidance, and they need to be told what to do, and they need that strict, like you know, that strict like. There's somebody there, there on their shit. All the time. Yeah, but yeah. for me, man, like the Marine Corps really didn't change me. If anything, it just made me a little bit more angrier. I think probably, <laughs> you know, what I'm like honestly, <laughs> I like dude, that. I like your yeah, objectiveness. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, honestly, man, like that's that's how I take it. Like, I mean, you know, I did a lot of shit in the Marine Corps, man, but. Um, I was I grew up just strict, man. Well, like you said, you grew up in in Louisiana, so it sounds like you didn't need that strictness. Like you grew up with that. Like you're like, you already knew. Like like you guys aren't like I grew up in fucking the South, yeah. bro. Like yeah, I already yeah. know what strict is. Yeah. You know? Like I appreciate you guys trying. I went to a Vietnamese school, man. Like my mom was in the Navy, and like she we didn't live on base, so we live off base housing, and we were in New Orleans, man. We live close to West Bank Chuck Wavy if you're listening another dude that I'm working with really? but uh yeah man but like I grew up down south down there and I went to like an elementary school down there called Etienne de Bore which is like damn near 99% Vietnamese <laughs> no way yeah that's probably why that's probably why I got oh held that's God. why I got held back one year most likely cause man you're out of my shit oh my god so, they like, still had the races split over oh there? man it was all Vietnamese and I'll, say, I'll tell you this you go outside there's not Paratero man coming in the Paratero man that's coming is the Vietnamese and they're, and they're selling noodles raw noodles really raw noodles in the bag what they do is crunch the noodles up and they put the seasoning and eat it just like chips yeah, I've eaten the I've yeah. eaten top ramen like that. That's that's the big out there, yeah. man. Like in the Vietnamese really? community, so like yeah. that's how I grew up, man. Like, so you're in you were in Louisiana, but you were you lived in basically like uh, just like a community of like uh, Vietnamese, basically. Well, was during like, that time, yeah. But I mean, I I was born in Hawaii, so Kona Farms. If you're listening, you were born in Hawaii. I was born in Hawaii in an air base, so that's uh, fucking yeah, Tripler Air Base. So my mom was in the Navy, so my dad, my mom, we we uh, we were yeah, me and my brother were born in Tripler Air Base. 
Uh, we moved. We moved. I moved when I was a child, so like I don't remember too much about it. My brother's been back since then. He's a major, right? Oh no, lieutenant colonel. He just picked up in the army. So, um, but yeah, that's where we're from. Is is Hawaii? Um, I grew up in Louisiana, man. Uh, Cali. I've been back and forth. Do you uh, feel like Arizona. all that moving? Do you feel like all that moving around? Do you think that helped you? Benefited you, or do you think it it was uh, like hard on you as a kid? I mean, was... either way, man. I'm here. I'm doing what I'm doing just because of my background. So yeah, I have a lot of rough patches in my background. So like, I wouldn't change anything because I wouldn't be where I'm at, or I could be somewhere else, like in prison. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, else. yeah. So, like, but yeah, man, like it's crazy, man. Life, I mean, we're we're gonna take you just. Uh, <laughs> you're tripping me out right now, bro. That you, I didn't even know all that. Oh, that you were man, born I, in Hawaii, and I feel like I don't even think you went into that too much the last time you were here in the podcast. I don't think you went into like you went a little bit about being in the military, but not too much about your uh, just your childhood. Oh, that's, man, that's very yeah. interesting, man. That's uh, was there was was it an eye opening experience? Well, you you went to a couple different spots, so I feel like you had a couple eye opening experiences. You know, like going from Hawaii to Louisiana to being here in the valley. Like was was it crazy going from the south to coming to like liberal ass? California, you know, like. man, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I was, I, I was in the Marine Corps in Twenty Nine Palms, so like that's where I, I met my wife. She was from India at the oh, time, so yeah. like that's why, like, I always come back here because her fam, my wife's family is from this area. Got so you. That's why I'm in uh, Coachella Valley. But so you have no family over here. I have no family in Coachella. Really? Yeah, no, just my well, my wife's family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and they're local, yeah, yeah. the Desert Hot Springs, right now, but. But yeah, I personally have no family out here. All your family's in Louisiana or uh, Hawaii? Um, well, yeah, actually, my mom was uh, back in Arizona and Tucson, but she just recently moved back to Louisiana. So technically, almost all my family is in Louisiana, other than my brother that's in. Uh, uh, where is he at now? Uh, he moves around everywhere. Man. Have you gotten a visit at all? To yeah. Louisiana? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, a couple of years ago, so we'll have to make a visit soon, man, because my mom's out there. She just she just moved out there within months. So. You have any? You ever have any uh, crazy like Mardi Gras? Stories? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man, back back then uh, the day Mardi Gras, man. I mean, last time I was in Mardi Gras, I was a little kid. Me and my brother. Oh really? And we went, my mom. My mom. Yeah. We were like. Your mom? Oh yeah, with my mom, dude, and, and like, and I remember my mom like they were throwing shit off the, off the, off the floats, man. And this dude threw a spear, threw a spear like a, it was a plastic spear, but with a tip, right? With uh-huh. a spear, a, a head. Yeah. Threw that shit, hit it right in the chest, man. Like I, I remember also growing, going down, like trying to pick up beads. I was a kid, remember that? I was yeah. going to pick up beads, and this dude, grown dude, like stepped on my hand and pulled that shit out of my hand. Really? That's how they're serious out there, man. They'll kill you with them beads, man. Because they want to throw them on those bitches, get man, them to take yeah. their shirts off. But then shit. they have an Italian Mardi Gras, too. So oh, really? Yeah, man. So they'll throw vegetables. They got a Mardi Gras strictly. Vegetables? Yeah, dude. They got a Mardi Gras strictly that they, they throw <laughs> vegetables out. They'll throw damn, like, carrots at you, uh, broccoli. Yeah, and you could take. We used to take that shit back home. Wash That's what I would do. Right, yeah, man, we used to yeah, eat yeah. that shit, man. Yeah, man. That's grocery shopping. Yeah. I'm, well, nowadays I'll make a K and F out of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, yeah. How how was that? How long did you live in Louisiana for? Oh man, mo- like most of my most. So that of my was your whole childhood. Basically, most of my childhood was in Louisiana. So we did a ton of fishing there. My papa had a camp out in the bayou. That's where he lives now. It's right on the bayou. So literally, like probably. 30 feet and you're in the bayou. Bro, I went out there. there. I went out there for baseball, like a baseball, uh, like a private training camp thing for 
LSU, bro. Mm. When I was in high school, I, my LSU hat over here. Yeah, dude, I was, I was in high school and I had like this like you know this thing over there, and I went over there, bro. And that shit is crazy. But you know what's crazy is uh, actually people were pretty nice. I feel yeah. like everybody was very nice and very uh, polite. Um, it was crazy because swamps are fucking everywhere. Yeah. Like you driving on the freeway, it's swamps all on the side of the freeway. And uh, I saw a lot of people with grills, bro. That was like my three things. That was like my three things that I came back with. And the weather was pretty crazy. It'd be like oh, hot, humidity. and it'd be like yeah. fucking cold, yeah. and it'd be like, it was kind of crazy. First day we got there, it was like cold as shit. And then next day, it was like hot. I was like, what the fuck and are humid, we doing? Right? Yeah, bro, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Yeah, it's crazy out there, man. It's it's cool. Um, it's, it's so different. Like, it's, the people are different. They are nice in a different way. It depends, man. Like in, in Lafayette, we grew up out there, man. You go to the north end, you go to Piggly Wiggly out there. You oh. ever hear Lil Wayne on one of his on one of his songs? He actually mentions Piggly Wiggly. Oh and really? That, man, you got the that's where you got the most ignorant people, man. Oh it, really? It's like kind of it's a, there's a difference, you know. Like if you go to Stater Brothers at DHS and you go to Stater Brothers in Palm Desert, or, yeah, or yeah, out that way, dude. Like you see that there's a difference, but in down south and Lafayette and the north end versus. Versus that other shit's areas. crazy, bro. Yeah, yeah, so you pick where you shop, you know? Pick where you <laughs> shop, yeah, I see that. I see that. Shout out DHS. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. just kidding. Hey, it's either Vons, it's yeah. Vons, or Standard Brothers. Or what you, What do we got now? We got the other one they just pulled up. Like grocery know. Outlet. Oh, I did see that. I haven't yeah, even gone the, there yet. Yeah, I haven't gone there yet. I haven't gotten there either. I go literally, I don't even know which one it is, but I go straight down, what is this, Hacienda? Mm-hmm. Get on Hacienda and the one, is it Vons? I think Vons, Yeah, I just go there. I'm like, fuck it. It's, They're more I, expensive, but, but... Oh, they are? But the people are different. If you go into there versus the Stater Brothers, I don't care. I get along with fucking everybody, but the yeah, fact is, do I want to deal with some of these people um, tonight? No, not really. I'm going to go to Vons. No, right, bro, because then you get to catch some of those weirdos, and it's like, bro, I can be cool, but this is just oh, like too much work. It's not I even that, man. I don't want to catch myself in a situation coming home. Like, yeah, just I don't yeah. want to put myself in that situation where I'm going to deal with, ha- where I might put myself to have to deal with somebody. Yeah, for you real. You know what I mean? This shit, it, it's kind of, I don't know. I do feel like being out here, being out in DHS, I do think it gets a bad rap, and it's not as bad as it it's not, seems man. like. You know? This yeah. place is my home. Like, I go outside my boxers with my dog. You know, I just walk. It's nothing, man. Like, to me. I grew up in Blythe. This reminds me of home, bro. Yeah. This is like yeah. this is like home for me. I'm like, oh, Same one, like, I mean, it's nothing to me. Like, other people, I mean, they, I, have, I have friends, man, from Coachella. Like deep into Coachella, yeah, man. Yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, I'd rather live here than than, than DHS. I'm like, dude, what? Like, I don't think so. I don't, think so. I don't know. Yeah, no, but yeah, they're yeah. like deep into Coachella, and that's where they grew up, you know. So like, they're anywhere, man. Like, if exactly. you grew up in Compton, if if I grew you're up, you're comfortable Compton, there. You're comfortable. That's where you live. And that's your your neighbors are. You're cool with everybody. I mean, you know, it's all depending on your personality too, man, and and who you get along with. So, uh, you know. Yeah. But yeah, DHS exactly. really isn't that bad, man. I mean, there obviously are number of streets you don't want to go on to, like, at certain times. I have seen interesting nightlife here. Got to tell you yeah. stories later on, another time, man. Crazy it's shit. Like crazy yeah, shit. Yeah, no, I've I hear, I hear right here, because where we're at, I hear, like, right here at these apartments, I hear my cousins. Oh, yeah, right here, yeah. She's always telling me about shit going down. I always miss it for some reason. I'll be gone, and then I'll come back the next day, and they're telling me about some crazy shit that just went down, and it's like... Shit. You know, I don't know. We don't never have problems. Everybody's cool with us, so I don't yeah. know. As long as you you don't put yourself in the drama, exactly. you're usually pretty cool. You know, like even hey, Fourth of July, bro. We fucking oh, you shit. light off a firework, right? 
right here down the street, there's like an empty lot. The firework explodes, doesn't even fly up, it just explodes, hits the empty dirt lot, starts a fire. Oh. Fucking the neighbor, bro. You think we're in DHS, you think like, oh, you know, fucking nobody's cool. The neighbor fucking runs over with a fire fire extinguisher, sprays oh, that nice. shit down, dude. Fucking saves us, bro. And just like, that, like bro, yeah, it doesn't matter where you live at, bro. People are cool wherever you're at. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you, you know? just got to be friendly, man. Exactly. And, and you can't yeah. put yourself in a situation where you're on the other side. Like, exactly. Like, if you're involved with that commu- that wrong side of community, obviously, you're going to be dealing with you some, some problems. Yeah, yeah, but if exactly. you're not involved with that, man, you're... But, I mean, you could be always in the wrong spot at the wrong time. And you're a good person going to like a grocery it could, store. It definitely store, could happen. Yeah. And you get murdered or your kid, whoever, man. Like there's just bad things that Shit that happen, happen out of nowhere, and that's life, man. That's what's scary. That's what's crazy is that is just life. And when you grow up and the older you get, yeah. the more you realize like shit is just kind of. It is what it is. We got you kids know? to think yeah. about, man. So that's crazy. I know that's what just me out too is like having having boys and and having. Just children in general, and then seeing where life is going, yeah, it kind of scares me. You know, like, yeah, man, it's people crazy. are very selfish and very self-centered. And then we got the whole like the coronavirus doesn't make me too nervous, but it just shows me that because it's pretty clear that it was a man-made oh, virus sure, man. that it was pretty much let out or whatever from the whatever, from yeah, whatever it's from, but Wuhan or whatever, but. uh it's pretty clear it's man-made, so that sketches me the fuck out that people are really fucking with man-made viruses and just fucking yeah. around with people. And uh, just our whole USA in general is just kind of a little sketchy for me. Yeah, right now. The way I, mean, I feel like time. I'm not a I'm not really like a big Trump guy, but I'm definitely not a Biden guy, Man, and that's what that kind of sniffing my kid's hair either. That's yeah, bro, and that's what trips me out, bro. And I, and I really don't understand that people don't don't understand that. You know, they don't see that shit. That fool's a, a well, weird ass motherfucker. And Trump is a problem too, but that's the problem we put. That's the predicament we put ourselves in. What like we just did four years ago with Hillary Hillary Clinton and Trump, and it's like Trump is better than Hillary Clinton in my opinion, and Trump and Biden. That's a Shit, bro. I don't. I. I. I don't even vote. So that's how yeah, I feel. It's crazy. That's how I feel yeah, about the whole crazy. situation. You know, like, I don't even vote. I just think people are kind of dumb. You know. Pause it for a second, dude. Yeah. Can uh, you? Or what? You gotta go to the bathroom. Yeah. Or what? yeah. Go take a piss. Bro. Right, You're cool, good. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'll talk right out to the left. Yeah. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Walk out and go to the left. Yeah. Episode forty nine, one hundred podcast. Shout out. Support, bro. Shout out to Zach TV supporting. Shout out to Armand, my boy Armand Hernandez. Get up, get up, Kelly. Get up, get up, get up. Shout out to my boy Armand Hernandez with the jewelry uh, tee. He's about to drop the clothing right now. I don't know when he's dropping it, but shout out. Uh, become a supporter of the 100 podcast. Check it out. Uh, just the links usually somewhere on my Instagram, Any Up Lifestyle. I don't know why Any Up Lifestyle was on my hundred podcast, but hey, check it out. Um, yeah, I'm gonna try to keep you guys entertained while the homie went and take took a piss. I hate editing, so I'm not gonna edit this shit out. So I'm gonna just bullshit and talk to you guys for, you know, a couple minutes while he takes a piss. But I need some people to leave some comments on the 100 podcast. Let me know how you guys feel about it. We're on episode 49 now. Uh, We're fucking almost there, dude. Almost to 50. And once we get to 50, we're going to get to 100 pretty quick. So I just want to get some critiques. 
get some comments if you want to be on the 100 podcast reach out uh, most of you guys are listening I'm sure you know how to find me uh, but I thank you guys for supporting uh, I appreciate it you guys definitely have been supporting pretty fucking heavy and uh, I definitely appreciate it. I can see it and uh, yeah I don't know just hold on for 10 seconds till the homie comes back we're probably gonna wrap it up pretty soon but yeah subscribe uh, 100 podcasts on YouTube Spotify Apple Podcasts anywhere you can find it just subscribe to it um, again episode 49 and we're back come on in bro I don't know how long we've been but we've been a while today yeah, yeah. we're past an hour for sure oh shit yeah past an hour hour long? 10 no no that's good I just think today I was more prepared because last time I just fucked, dude. Uh, you were you were just exploding my mind with the weed. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know how to ask him questions about this shit. I don't know nothing about this, but no, I feel like I, maybe I was maybe I was too high or something on the podcast. <laughs> you yeah. didn't smoke this. Time. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, so I hit the pin, but the pin's like you know that's just chill. Oh, I had to take a piss forever, dude. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, nah, take it, dude. That that that's good. That means the podcast is doing pretty well because that means we made it a, a pretty good. Good amount of How time. many followers have you like? Have you are you getting better like with the followers? Here yeah, I got a, I got I passed a hundred. I'm at one hundred nine subscribers on YouTube. I, I what does uh, that mean? Because I'm not too big in the YouTube scene. So like, YouTube, they, I have they follow you. Yeah, basically like they follow me on YouTube. Which YouTube is kind of hard to get subscribers. So I think over a hundred is pretty good. I've seen a couple, like YouTube channels from out in the valley. And I'm I'm kind of like I'm not the top because there's a few that have been around longer than me, but I'm I'm up there, you know. Like I, I'm uh, I see a few that have, that are kind of along the same lines as mine, and I think my podcast I have a few more subscribers. Uh, even like on like if you search the 100 podcast, it used to not come up, and yeah. now it's the first the first search term on YouTube if you search it. So I I think it's starting to like it's starting to go, you know, it's starting to go and and. Uh, I have over a thousand plays on just the audio version, so oh, that's nice. good. So that's just the audio, and I and YouTube is what I focus on. I get like YouTube, I probably get fifty. My best YouTube video got almost five hundred views. Oh, so nice. I get from fifty to like five hundred views on a YouTube video. My average is like fifty to like one fifty. You okay. know, that's about where I'm at. But, but yeah, I think it's pretty good. Like, it, it, it keeps going up. Every time I drop a video, like, I'm sure when I drop your video, I'll get, like, a subscriber or two. And that's kind of what it, it keeps doing. I don't like to, I just don't want to advertise or promote or do, I just don't want it to be fake, you know? So that's why I don't, I don't use any advertisements or use any, like, promotion. Uh, I've seen some promotion people, like, I can reach out to. And I just, I don't do that because I just, uh. If it builds up and I actually am able to monetize, bro, it'll be like real people. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Theory? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I guess. Well, you. dude, like that's cool. Like yeah. that's why, like too. I mean, it's not a big amount that like 99 cents a month isn't. Like I was looking at the other one, but I'm like, fuck, I'll just I'll do the 99 for right now. Yeah, and that's what I, I posted because literally, let's say you do 99 cents a month. Right? Yeah. You're, you're supporting for 99 cents a Thanks, month. Thanks, bro. Yeah, no problem. Um, that comes out to like what, like twelve bucks a year, you know? Like, yeah, 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 you yeah. know, like that's not that crazy, you know. And but to I, ask, like, that's what's annoying though, man. It's like for people not that follow you or people that for you 
people that are close to you that aren't at least doing the 99 cent like that sucks like why, yeah. why, why aren't more people doing it like when you said that it's like like for me too man it's like for I just started this shit but at the same time I'm doing it like for me I'm doing this for a cause like I would hope that that people out there that I can reach would look at this and, and look at it and say man I want to fucking help this I want to help you not just help you I want to help cancer patients like I want like your yeah. fucking mission is fucking cool yeah, so yeah. I think I'm on my way there but but for me like just me like reaching to you man like just I mean 99 cents isn't a lot but it's something so but it's me, big for me but bro. supporting you man like we could support each other just doing stuff like this man and like if I make it then you make it if you make it then you know we always have that you know what I'm saying like yeah. we met for a reason and uh, you know I've never been on a podcast man so like and this is your second time being on, on yeah, my podcast yeah second time it was pretty legit you know yeah. so, and, and I think this time actually went a lot better we've made it almost an hour I think it helps me too like my wife even told me she's like it helped. cause honestly man I'm not a people person like I told you like I don't like most people so yeah, like yeah. I try to keep away from most people but at the same time I get really uncomfortable talking to people like in situations I'm not that uncomfortable talking to you but like just put in situations talking to just people that I don't know like I mean like just yeah no I, I feel like you I feel, get for sure. very uncomfortable dude like I'm not I can't be myself like I'm an only child so I grew up like very the same the same shit you know I, I was very I, dude I never ever wanted to do a podcast I listened to the Joe Rogan podcast so much and I wasn't I was so depressed about like my life and shit that's why I started it was because I like the one like Joe Rogan basically got me out of my depression and, and my shitty life and not that uh, you know anything really yeah. changed it's just my mentality changed and I looked at life differently and 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 what saved me was a fucking podcast bro just how old are you dude? 25 20, bro. damn you're young dude yeah yeah how old do you think I am did I ever tell you that shit no nah, I don't think you ever told me no but you look pretty young yourself dude, so I'm, I'm older but I'm 37 30, no yeah, 37, no 30 fuck how old am I I think I'm 37 <laughs> I, I, I don't no, know I, I think, think I'm 38. 20, I think I'm 25. Yeah, I was born yeah. 95. Yeah, I'm 38 now. 2020. 30, 38, yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about it, like... I you was still look like a youngin', bro. I was in the Marine good. Corps 15 years ago, so... 15 years ago? Yeah, by the time yeah. I, when I got in the Marine How Corps. How long were you in there? Four years. I did four years, dude, because my back got fucked up from Scott's Line Platoon, and my yeah. shit got fucked. Like, I got, I had, that's why I got into cannabis, was because my static nerve issues. When mm. I got out, I was so fucked, dude. Like, I was on all kinds of pills, and... Uh, that's why I started, well, I went into my first, I went into the shop the first time, dude, like, it took me a while to go, cannabis is not something that runs in my family, dude, because everyone's military. Yeah, well, even just a couple years ago, like, I even, like, like you said, 15 years ago or whatever, so, like, even up to, like, 10 years ago, that shit was still looked pretty down upon, you know? Like, yeah. it was oh, still dude, looked at, yeah. like, it was still, like, uh, not good, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, if yeah. you're smoking weed, it's not good for you, you Yeah, know? but you're doing, I mean, for your age, man, like, for what you're doing, like I've never grown up in, in like what you're doing at that age. Because when I was, I, I dropped out of high school my my junior two weeks into my junior year, um, and I went into the Marine Corps. Got my parents' consent. Went yeah, into that's the Marine fucking Corps. crazy. So I, I, dude, I was fucking holding the M16 at 17. So like by that's the time I got out, I was when crazy. I got out, I was married. I got married right when I got out. I was married at 21, and I've been married since. So I've been married for over 16 years. Damn man, that's crazy. Yeah, so I have two kids. My daughter's about to be in high school and shit. But but yeah, dude, like I mean, you're doing pretty. 
I mean, I wouldn't get depressed on shit, man. Like, shit, fucking life yeah, is hard. Yeah, 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 life bro. Hard, I, had a, I, had, I had just shit going on, you know? Like, yeah. I basically, I separated. Me and my wife separated. I thought I'd seen something like that. Yeah, and that was, that was what it was. It was me and my wife separated and, and uh, you know. Like How I, long were you guys together? Uh, Ten years. Ten years? Ten Damn. years. Some, from, like, from when I was a freshman in high school. Fuck. Yeah, bro. And that's what, that's what kind of fucked everything yeah, up, that's, you that's, know, for that's me. That's hard, It was... I feel like I, I I gave I gave a lot, you know. I, I made a lot of sacrifices. Like yeah. I had scholarships to, for football to yeah, college yeah. and shit like that. But but yeah, I felt like I gave a lot of sacrifices and I had a lot of shit go against me. But that's my life and that's the shit that I, you know, you can't really blame nobody else. Yeah. It's you, you know, that that put yourself in the situation. But you see stories. I don't know what your story is either, man. But I see stories like you seen shit on that like news, man. Like. Dudes kill their wife over shit like that. And you can't do that. Dude, I mean, shit, when bro, I look at it like, like from the outside, right? It's like when you're in the inside and you're married and you're on that side, it's like, man, you see all these hot bitches, right? Yeah. But when yeah, you're yeah. on the outside, I mean, from that other side, you see it on another direction. You know what I'm saying? So like, but like, if you think about it, it's like, man, like for me, if I'm looking at it from my side and my wife did some, let's just say my wife cheated on me or some shit, did yeah. some shit. For me, it'd be like, well, go ahead and fucking do that shit because I'm going to be free after this and I can do whatever the fuck I want. That's the way I look at it from, yeah. the, from the outside. But but again, from the inside, like if it did happen, I don't know what I would do if it did happen, but I wouldn't want to go kill my, my well, wife. because And it's not even about what you, what you do. It's about how you'd feel. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, how would you mentally every day wake up? Yeah. And how would you handle your day? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because if my wife cheated on me, man, and and like, I and, that, and, and then you're a good person. Then yeah. that that got it. That's got to do some damage. And obviously, it's gonna take time. I that's basically what happened. My wife cheated on me. I cheated on my wife, and there was just a shitty situation. We fucking did so much bad shit to each other that it ended up being. But did shit. one do? Did one do it? And then you did it, or you guys did it because someone did it? And then uh, did it. I don't even know the real yeah. situation. I, I got. I got a. Just, it's I just find it interesting, like just yeah, to see, like, exactly. How but that yeah, shit works, but that's dude. that's what I was depressed about, and that's kind of what like I had gotten out of shape. I was like 250, 260 pounds. Well, you're doing fucking, good though, man. Right fucking, now, yeah, so and that's like, what happened though. That's and why. How's I, your I wife it. doing? Like, are you guys like talking? Uh, like we're cool. You we have kids were together. Or? Two kids. Yeah. Two kids, and and like we're cool, you know, and that and that's all right. Like, and and I've uh, I've gotten to the point to where. I've uh, I've had everything like a shitload of stuff happen to me <laughs> yeah. that I didn't want to happen, right? You know, so I've gotten to the point to where I've had so much shit happen to me that I didn't want to happen. That what really bothers me at this point, you know, and so I'm very relaxed now. Uh, I used to be a lot more uptight, and uh, I don't know. So all the shit that's kind of happened to me helped me grow up. You know, it helped that's me realize that like a lot of shit is not that big. You know, well, like, I mean. Chill your, out. A your bit. Uh, mentality versus like another someone that's your age, you're a lot more mature than than someone your age. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, yeah. Like yeah. those experiences are gonna help you. Do you know what I mean? And, and that's why I appreciate them. You know, because a lot of people they they, they they they're scared away from those experiences. And and what I've realized, a lot of greatness happens from that. You, you know? can't. You can't mm-hmm. like. Yeah, I mean, you can't be great from just comfort. You man, know what I'm saying? You, if you stick to that shit, man, and you're just consumed in depression because of some stupid shit that happened. I mean, dude, life fucking moves on. If you it don't passes if, if, you up, bro. Well, if you don't move on, then life is gonna run you over. Yeah. And exactly. you're either gonna you're either gonna get ran over or you're gonna fucking wanna continue to be great. 
Yeah, so, for sure. That's a shit, dude. Like my brother, my brother got divorced, man, and that shit was hard for you know that shit was some crazy shit. It's very um, hard. But I mean, marriage is hard too, man. Like I said, I've been married for sixteen years now, and uh, I won't say, dude. Like I got, I got a, the guy, one of the guys that work with man. He's going through shit with his wife, and I know he's fucking cheating, dude. Like his wife doesn't know, and it's hard, dude. Like I just had to tell my wife recently, man, because it just got weird, dude, with the, my my homie. When I with my partner, like we have a, a alarm company, uh-huh. but like it's just crazy, dude. Like I know, like I have to carry that with me. His wife is cool. Like we, I've known his family for probably six years or at least. His like mom and dad and like gone to fucking barbecues and shit. And his wife is cool as fuck. They're from Ensenada, but like they're cool as fuck, dude. But my friend, like honestly, I can't stand working with him anymore just because I know that he fucking cheats. Like and and like uh, like, yeah, but it yeah. sucks, dude. Because like me personally, like. He's the type, like, when before COVID, like, started, like, dude, after work, we'd go to, like, a bar, but he'd be flirting with fucking chicks and shit. I'm like, he's married, right? But one thing to look at chicks, because men are going to be men, and, yeah, like, yeah, yeah you yeah, yeah, men yeah. might look at chicks, but at the same time, I'm not trying to fucking go fuck that's with just chicks such a, That's just such an immature way of viewing life, you know what I'm saying? Like, like... For him, you know, like, like, why are you married and shit? What's the point of that? You know what I'm saying? Dude, like, like self control, bro. Self control is a huge thing. A lot dude, of people don't have that at all. But it's, it sucks though, because like he's trying to make this shit work, but he's like, I go, he's he's trying to tell his wife like, I just need time, like I I just need my own time and to do shit, which I understand like what he's saying, but at the same time it's like he's talking about time to go do shit. That go fuck some other. Yeah, dude. So like for yeah. me, like. It's hard for me, dude, like, to work in that environment, and that's what I'm going to be expressing soon, like, probably next week to him, because I'm not comfortable working in that situation, because that puts me, that puts my mind in a different mentality. Like, I want to hang out with people, like-minded people that, I can't grow, man, like, around people like that, you know what I mean? You got to surround yourself with people that you want to be around, that are positive in your life. Like, if you go around people like that, man, you end up, I'm not trying to be fucking around with other chicks, I mean... Uh, yeah, there's well, people, other... A lot of people don't realize that, like, you know, peer pressure is real. The people you hang out around, oh, you know, true. you might be above them for a while. You know, you might be like, nah, I ain't going to do that shit. I ain't going to do that but shit. But if you hang out with them and that's what Over and over and over again, at some point you're going to do that shit, you know? It's going to, something's going to rub off, Dude, rub I, off I, on I, you. you I've just been saying? home late, just coming home late just because we were hanging out and that shit got me in trouble. And I wasn't even doing anything, you know what I mean? So, like... Yeah, see, that fucks you over, you know? Like, uh, you don't want that shit. Well, see, and so, like, I'm know? a partner with him, dude, in, in, like, SSE. That's, like, the alarm company. Like, we're doing huh. well, dude. Like, we do fucking well with the alarm company but I'm, I'm just like when I say partner I'm like I run operations but it's the point where I don't even want to be there anymore man like for one all the driving and shit and uh but the thing is dude I just got a fucking big offer right now dude fucking uh, well possible so I know my cousin my cousin husband he's big in the Hollywood industry mm-hmm. so he's a producer he, he he did a lot of a lot of shit in producing for movies and he's fucking rich motherfucker dude multi-millionaire anyways um, he has multiple grows, like huge. They used to be black, but now they're black market. But now they're legal grows because of the market, yeah. outdoor, indoor. But uh, um, I know the main COO of all their grows. Uh-huh. Coolest motherfucker, dude. Anyways, I know him because I I got in touch with him through the cousin and through the botanist that I know. Um, and they're all fucking intertwined with all Humboldt and fucking all the fucking big grows everywhere in Oregon. And anyhow, dude, um, this dude just fucking approached me. Um, Jason and uh, they got this fucking warehouse, dude. Another warehouse that's coming up, and it's it's gonna be their nursery for all their rows. 
like they were oh, fucking really? for every all their clones all yeah, the yeah, yeah. and they asked me to run it legit yeah that'd up be in Van nice Whoa. Van Nuys, dude. So, Whoa. yeah. So that'd be a obviously a, like if so, you're running that, are you moving the whole family? Now? Oh yeah, you yeah. Guys are going up there. Oh yeah, we all moving Whoa. out. Yeah. That's and how did you find out or what or oh you said because he's so it's he's somewhat so, like a family, you know the family. So it's crazy. So like he's the CEO of all of his warehouses, which is multiple. So like he's tied into the family because he's running all their shit. Um, I know Jason. Pretty, pretty good. That's uh, legit. But that's the crazy thing is Jason's from Humboldt. His brother grows, he goes by Agro Trees, if you ever seen him on Instagram. But uh-huh. he grows out of LA. He used to grow out of straight Humboldt. Um, like, I'm tied in now through them, dude, because just they all respect me because of what I do. They see what I do. They see the, dude, I put the grind that I put in with the grow and my, my small scale. But they know I work my hours that I do and I put out the shit that I do. Did they give you an offer? Not yet, not yet. So he's, they want to talk to me, man. Um, so I talked to yeah. my botanist, and he's like, "Tell me not to ask anything less than a hundred thousand." Yeah, but I mean, if you, but if you, look I at feel like, like a, that's what you should ask for too, not, because the what least, the, dude. the area too. That's, though, yeah, you know exactly. What I'm that's the like, least. If you look at the medium income out there, dude, it's like bro, hundred thousand like isn't even giving you a house, bro. Like no, it, it's, it's an apartment, maybe. dude. Yeah, and I can't live like that. I gotta live. So I'm looking at Santa Clarita. So that you have to right live there. and drive. You're gonna have to like still an you hour. Know. I'll yeah. look at if it's I not that drive, bad, but yeah, if I could yeah. drive an hour versus three hours, I'd be happy. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. And whoever you whoever you're talking to, he's smart. Yeah, that's like that is well, like that's like least type. Dude, like, but this dude. Uh, so like no, well that was the botanist, but like Jason, the the he's the one that does all the. So I was looking at getting they were they wanted me to run a grow out here in DHS because uh-huh. you know how big it is out here. Yeah, you seen that shit out there. Yeah. I know I know the the head of cultivation in High Life Farms. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about, High Life Farms? I think so. So yeah. they're the biggest. They're the biggest grow out here in Coachella. They're uh-huh. like if you go down, what is it? Um, where the post office is? I don't remember what that street is. But you go down there, they're the big fucking grow on the right hand side, dude. Like it's oh, huge. Okay. It says High uh-huh. Life Farms. I, I knew that girl. For they wanted you to do that girl? No, well, no. So he was like, Raphael was going to um, buy a piece of land over there and do a huge grow over there. Um, but something happened with the fire marshals and that project. But but yeah, dude, like I've been offered positions to be like head of cultivation and all that shit. Um, so I'm just, like I said, you're like, I'm just scaling up slowly. Like I obviously people are watching what I'm doing. And just keep doing your shit. And, like, yeah. you'll have the right one that you're like, okay, this is it. Well, you know, you'll feel it. If they want me to fucking lead that head of cultivation on, on that nursery, dude, like, then obviously they're going to, I'm going to, they're going to, I, like, dude, I fucking talked to the cousin and, like, years ago. They want to do this. Isn't even the first if time. you, even if that's something like, like, that, that obviously is big opportunity, you know? So, like. Get in there and then like, cause there's connections everywhere from that. Well, you know this isn't saying? the first time that I was offered a position with them. They oh, they offered really? me positions before when it was black market food, and uh, uh, they were they they didn't want to get me what I wanted. But then it was they they could. This was kind of sketchy. But this was though, when it was black market, dude. Back yeah, then, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If then, it's black market, you like you better pay. No, me, back dog, then it was like, well, like, I can I can forge you from your grow. So like, I would have to yield a certain percent. To be able to make that, like, mm, so that's what's yeah, scary, dude. It's like yeah. if you're if you're in charge of a grow, dude, you could be in charge of thousands and thousands and thousands yeah, and thousands exactly. of dollars. You know what yeah, I mean? Well, so fuck. like that's scaling up, right? Hundreds so, of thousands but but of they see what I'm doing. Grow. So like, what if the the position that I was offered was like in a nursery? So like there was the nursery dude, but then the R and D research and development room. 
So they see what I'm doing with K and F and all that shit. Yeah. And they're obviously I'm not a grower that's that's sticking to one prior one one. Because you could be dropping like a straight pure flower that's just straight all natural. Well, and that's like how you grow. You know. What I'm, I'm saying? not. I'm not one to stick with a, one technique. So like I'm looking outside of, of what everyone else is doing. Yeah, yeah. And that's what, like, exactly. when you smoke my shit versus other ones shit. Very unique. Dude, I have, so the humble, so the guy from humble that, that moved to, uh, not Kentucky, to, uh, fuck, what is this state? Ohio. Anyways, dude, he's fucking growing major out there, and he's, uh, he's asking me for flour, dude. I had to get him something out there because really? he's like, dude, and he knows growers out there right now too, but, they ain't got the Cali bud, dude. Like they don't got the it's shit. Just not, it's that there's the, just the technique. It's it's what you're doing. But plus, he wants my shit because it's fucking can that. But, yeah, but yeah, you can yeah. know you could be in the I you could be in the industry, dude. But you're still asking for live fluence weed. Yep, you're still fucking live fluence and like you said, Cali bud in general. But I keep like my circle Cali. small, dude. I'm not trying to yeah. fucking reach. I'm not standing on the fucking corner over there by the liquor store trying giving to my get, shit out. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. My product only goes to the people that I want it to go to. Yeah, so yeah. if I were to have my own dispensary... You keep that shit high quality, like high end, like this is this is private almost. Oh, you know it's private. Like, that's, yeah. a, that's all private. Exactly, it's yeah. private shit. So the know, smaller, yeah. like if I were to do... like, So I've looked into doing personal fucking legal grows out here. So they call that I could do something myself, which is gonna cost me twenty thousand annually. It's called a specialty twenty thousand. Yeah, it's called a specialty cottage grow, which is under Jesus. Yeah, and that's only five. That's under five thousand and one square feet of canopy. That's it. That is I can make it up. I that can, is, you'd make the money. You oh, can dude, make I it. got investors. But dude. twenty thousand, that's expensive, <laughs> bro. Yeah, and that's dude. Dude, that's just like the license to do it. That's, that's like just your that's just the annual fee. That's not the building. That's, that's not, not the electrical. That's water, not, all that shit. That shit Soil, dude. all that that's shit. That's just the li- that's just the licensing fees. Wow. That's crazy. But there's bro. some crazy Why do they do uh, that? Why does California fuck you like that? Is it just California? California, man. It's you can just... go to fucking Oklahoma, and I'm I'm at Ohio. I'm at Oklahoma. That's where they're doing Oklahoma. Mm. They spent three thousand, I think, on fees. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Well, come on, in California, just in um, just in RVs, man, they have what do they call that? A leisure tax. They it's a shitload. Dude. Yeah. It's a shitload. Like, look at our fucking licensing fees out here. Yeah, it's dude, stupid as fuck. My truck yeah. out here. I don't think you've seen this truck. A couple truck. hundred bucks That's, for I, sure. I just got this truck not too long ago. I traded it and then got this truck. But, dude, no, dude. They have, like, you're looking at probably six, $700 to fucking register this vehicle every year in California. So I need to buy a piece of property in Texas or something out there and register it out there because fucking shit's cheap as fuck. Yeah, exactly. Buy a piece of fucking property. If you could, would you move out of the state? Would you move dude, out of I California? Dude, I have investors in Texas right now. Like when it Once it pops out there, cannabis... They're all in. Really? Yeah, dude. I have investors, dude. Uh, they know what I'm doing. I've had, I've got a big uh, guy, dude, in Oklahoma that's growing. He's a botanist. He's been locked up a few years in prison, dude, and I think that's where he learned. Dude's fucking exploding, dude. Bocas- he's got his own Bokashi Earthworks um, uh, for cannabis. Um, he's growing big in Oklahoma. He respects me like a motherfucker, dude. He actually got a hold of me and he called me. And uh, dude thought I would, he was asking me where I learned my shit from. He was asking. He's a fucking true fucking humble guy too. He was asking me where the fuck I learned what I'm doing. That's from. crazy because like, like you said, like you're following on Instagram isn't that big, but it's 
you know, it's, it's, it's like, true people. it's cool, but it's real motherfuckers that actually fuck with your shit. So if you, know you see saying? the people on my Instagram, dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. like they're, those are people that are actually like, I communicate with all those people, like most of them, like they're true growers. Like I'm not talking like, I'd rather have 400 followers than one point something that are people that are like, I don't even know who the fuck you are. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. They're fake <laughs> motherfuckers, they don't give a fuck about <laughs> that are That are not even but like, I, really But I like, do need those influencers. So like, like my cousin, like, and the website. Have you seen the website, dude? Yeah, I saw it. I saw a little bit of it. But I, did you see, I like, so when you go, out. like... I saw some of the photos, and I saw, I think the video was, like, right there, right off the bat. Yeah, so, like, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. but so, like, my cousin, one of my cousin, my cousin's daughter is actually one of the models. She's a big model. She goes by the Airbnb queen on Instagram. Mm, so, uh, she's one of the yeah. models. She's wearing the crop top, the Cali crop top, but she's got a ton of followers, um... The tattoo model, she's got like 12.K, 12.2K. Young Zeke, his page keeps getting hacked, so his followers aren't as much as they should be. Really? Yeah, dude, he's always getting hacked. But Young Zeke, dude, like he's he's big, like like he's saying they they say that he's taking fucking Snoop Dogg's place. So like that dude, he's a cool he's a cool motherfucker, dude. Yeah, that's it. They're 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 spreading. You gotta have those influencers and that's what, somewhat. And yeah. that's what I'm trying. Like I was gonna yeah. ask you, man. Like what you did. I know you were doing uh, your anti up. Is that how you said? Yeah, anti-up I know you were. I know you yeah. were doing that back in the day, and I was just curious, like like how that went for you, or like what you did. It it uh it was cool, man. I had it in a couple of stores. I was grinding it. Like I had it in three stores. Like locally out here? I had a one. I had it in Flat Black. I actually still should have it in one in, uh, fucking, where is it at? Like, uh, what is that? Paso Robles? <laughs> yeah. My cousin has a shop out there, and she was going to put some, because I had some sports bras at her shop. What there. do they charge you, dude? Like, just um, put it in there. Stores. They don't charge me shit. It's basically because uh, you know them. Yeah. Well, it's basically uh, what is it called? Um, consignment. Okay. So, so it's it's there. If it sells, it sells, and they get a percentage. I get a percentage, and you know nobody. And if it doesn't sell, you get it back. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it did all right. Like like I figured out the generic or the ones that I really didn't 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 feel much towards, like the the designs I did that I feel like I didn't put as much effort into didn't sell as much as the ones that did and the original like unique shit sold like so like I did like socks I did yeah. socks that had like the palm trees that's how I remember you dude cause you were at my brother-in-law's fucking there was a taco shop off a thousand palms and he had a birthday party there like way back in the oh, day oh was it like so, a party type yeah, shit yeah. and so I was selling there wasn't a lot there. of people that showed up I was like like why is he doing it here and like yeah, yeah but yeah. you guys were there and that's how I met you like way back in the day I dude. think so I think I know so you guys about. were there yeah I was selling my clothing right there no yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and then my ex at the time she yeah was you selling, guys like were right rolling there. trays yeah. and shit yeah but yeah I bought a tray and I bought some yeah legit yeah, yeah. that's tight yeah I, didn't I actually even have, know that. yeah I bought a tray that's legit but yeah bro so so like my socks sold fucking well like so my socks with the palm trees I had one that had palm trees on it it said Annie up <laughs> on the other side. And then I had another pair that had uh, just windmills on it. So any up on the other I side. I remember. How much did it cost you to make them? Do you remember? Uh, shit, maybe like seven bucks. And you sold them for like, like 20. 15, 20 bucks. So yeah, you made so like, double so my you made, money. Yeah, or double, yeah, okay. yeah. So like, you know, like it's kind of what clothing is. It's about 50%, yeah, you, gotta, you know, margins. Yeah, yeah. Like, 
Or like, you know, it can be. Yeah, you can, like, especially to, if you go retail, bro, your margins get really I'm trying to seventy five just because of, because sketchy. it's because it's for a mission. Yeah, yeah. And well especially if you wanna donate and shit, like yeah. that makes sense to, to make it a little more expensive. But and and your shit's high quality. Like my mine was very uh like it wasn't low quality, but it wasn't I didn't go extra, I didn't put tags on there. I so didn't get this the one extra. Dude, I didn't put this so on So this there. one, I'll tell you like um I don't think I don't know. If that's the one, there's there was a couple that got fucked up from my uh, manufacturer. But see this one, I don't know if it has the tag. Does it have a lip fluence tag? Yeah, it's a lip yeah. One. That shit cost me two dollars extra each shirt. Yeah, see, I didn't do that. So if you're buying seventy seven shirts and then you're doing this for another dollar yeah, fifty, like dude, that's a hundred eighty five, almost yeah, two hundred exactly. bucks, dude. Yeah, just yeah, on that. Yeah. I seen that shit the other day. I was like, fuck, do I need that shit? But yes, I do need that shit because it. It puts exactly. me somewhere else. It, it it makes me separated from it's others. Different. And I just not. I just. I'm just wanted to hear, dude. Just cause like I'm putting a lot of money, dude. I fucking put drop over I ten grand. I think your dude. shirts speak for themselves, though. So when somebody buys it, they'll buy it again. But for me, what I realized is is I had to go into shit that I was passionate about. So like socks, I love socks. So I have a shitload of socks. So I want to do socks. For the socks, I enjoyed doing them. And for some reason, I enjoyed doing them. I like doing them. And they sold so fast. They sold out a couple days. Where'd you bro. get them done? Uh, vinyl. Or? Yeah, vinyl styles right here in DHS. Really? He's a local. Yeah, he did a... What is it? What is it called? Um, I forgot what it's called. But, but, but yeah. Yeah, but he's right here in DHS. Oh, okay. But but he gave me pretty good prices, and, and uh, you can basically do whatever you want. Like you can do, uh, you can do whatever color, whatever, and it works. You know, nice. like you just get like it was just a white pair of socks, and it was just all I did was one color, yeah, it was just yeah. black. Yeah, on it's both the sides. cheapest dude. To do yeah, that. and those sold the fuck out. And I put them even in flat black, flat mm-hmm. black shop. Uh, in Palm Desert at the mall. Well, it was before it was at the mall. It was just in Palm Desert, and he's like, dude, they sold out like the first day, like. So it just it depends on like if you can feel it if the design is something that you actually feel and you you really like love it or whatever I would go for it you know or like I just for me what I what I figured out worked for me was more accessories because I just like accessories yeah. more like just t shirts wasn't I didn't have the eye to make the right design like yours like until like oh that's you Coachella have the man that's the San Jacinto see like that that even like the hat like that's legit yeah. like I was looking at your hat right now and I was like damn bro I wish I had that fucking hat and then you pay for the, the private label yeah man you got the label yeah. see like see like that's just like an extra it's step. more yeah dude yeah. so like so it's like I said dude bro. What you, like I said what you're doing man with your podcast and what I'm doing and we can support each other. And that's what I tell anybody, man. Like, young Zeke, that's why he's supporting me. Because anybody that knows me knows how true I am. Like, if I if I can make it, dude, then we all make it. We all yeah, going to fucking yeah. have a part in something because we're all working together. So. Yeah, shit. And that's, 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 what I, that's what I'm about, man. And that, fuck, that's basically what my podcast is about. I fucking bring on people that are doing their shit. I just ask them about their shit. That's all I want to do, you know? Oh, like, yeah. I'm a curious motherfucker. I grew up. You know, only child. The only way you learn is from other people. So that's yeah. basically all I learned was just from other motherfuckers, like other people learning from them. And so I've always been curious, always been like, want to hear what's the newest shit going out. And so I don't know. I just like learning from you guys well, that are right also, here. Also, man, like, like I said, man, like you're you're still you're young, dude, and you're fucking doing good shit. So yeah, you're only gonna get better. Keep it moving, bro. That's the plan for sure. That's the plan. I hope. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm surprised that I can get as many guests as I've have gotten and it hasn't really slowed down. I thought it'd be, uh, 
a little tougher for me to get guests, and it's been a lot easier. Who do you have? Like, how do you? Who are you looking at next? Uh, I got a couple. Actually, I have. Hopefully, I'm getting a couple. I have a couple of football. Well, one football. Do you player. know them all, or do you just? Like, uh, yeah, out? like I know them, or like like I have actually this guy that I don't know at all. Who hopefully is gonna come on. He uh he own he has like a coffee brand out here. Oh, called okay. like Gleam Coffee or something like that. Um, and I'm hoping to have him on. Are they I, from the low desert or the high desert? Uh, he's from Palm Desert oh, area. Okay. And then I have another. I have two softball players that both played college softball. One played at the University of Hawaii. Another played, I think, perfect. Ended up playing professionally or like internationally. Um, but they both played like very high. Those are my like next couple guests that are hopefully coming on like this next week. Or a week after, um, but yeah, bro. I just reach out. I don't know all of them. Uh, I maybe like I have I'm acquaintances with them, or I've seen them around, or I've seen like their brand, and yeah. I see like their shit. Like I like like your shit. I think I just kind of reached out to you. I don't even know how we like connected. I don't even remember. But that's crazy. Yeah, because yeah, I, I mean no the only idea. reason I knew you. Well, I followed you. I think I was following you because oh, I right. remembered that. You were, the I remember, you, yeah, shit. the clothing, yeah. yeah so yeah. it's like, so like, you know, obviously I was in clothing, like starting to do stuff. And I've always been wanting mm, to do clothing shit. You yeah, know, I was in yeah. Man, always wanted to get into that shit, you know, apparel and shit. But like, when I, whenever I seen you and I seen you on there, I started following, I follow other clothing people, like West Coast clothing and uh, I don't know if they're like big LA clothing companies. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. West Kings and all them. Soling clothing. Just I follow. Kind of see I follow their up. clothing companies just so I can kind of see what they're doing and what I can do to kind of do something different, not follow their path, but something. Get an idea off, off of them. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. like, just to get an idea because I'm starting yeah. out. So like, you were one person that I kind of like seen. I was like, man, they got to get models. I got to fucking. Yeah, that's the same thing. Is you just reach out to people you know, or yeah. like whoever you know, like your cousin or whatever. You know, you just kind of reach out to people you know. You don't have to pay fucking people, bro. People. Especially people that are models or want to be models, bro. That's what's good about doing They're like, too. fuck yeah, I'll do that. You know, oh, you yeah, come up with some free film. merchandise mm-hmm. or whatever. You're like, here, I'll give you a free dude, shirt. Like Miss Kid Kush, though, dude. Like, yeah. have you seen her shit? She models for, like, Versace and she's like, yeah, see, that's legit. And shit, dude. So, like, she just, my tattoo guy fucking passed, dude, like, a month ago. He had I fucking, saw something about yeah, that. It yeah, sucked, dude. Crazy, it was hard, man. dude. Like, coolest motherfucker, dude. Anyways, Miss Kid Kush was. Basically, she they call, he called her a sister. Like they were cool. She did he did her whole fucking neck, her fucking everything, uh, dude. Yeah, like, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her whole back, everything. So they known each other. Her her husband, uh, they call he goes by uh, Kid Kush. So he does my concentrate. So if you ever like wax, dude, I get my shit in wax form, so I can do my mimosa. I have my mimosa really? wax form. I like everything. Oh, dude. So I have wax right now. I have mimosa and wax. Really? And I have lemon OG and That's wax. Crazy, I have. Uh, I can do crumble. I have uh, every concentrate you can think of, dude. I do RSO. Like the big thing, like with cancer patients, is RSO. Have uh, you ever seen that? What is RSO? Rick, Rick Simpson oil. No, I I've heard of it, but I I know there's what there's a heat press so, method or whatever. Well, that's as well. that's that's basically wax. But I mean, like that's why I got into cannabis, like was for cancer patients. So RSO dude, Rick Simpson oil. Uh-huh. He's from like what was it Canada? Anyways, he fucking got. They took all of his equipment way back in the day because he he was helping cancer patients out of his pocket and curing cancer. Mm. So if you look up on YouTube, Rick Simpson oil, you'll find out you'll find out a lot of shit. But I've been supporting cancer patients in that way that I can't talk about um, with with 
Bud I make, oil. I'll take a pound of Bud, dude, and break it down to uh, uh, and break it down to like twenty eight grams, and help cancer patients out of pocket. That's what that's what I'm in it for. So like this brand, it got to a point where it's like I'm helping too many patients, where it's like it's costing me too much. So I'm gonna stock this shit and start fucking helping cancer patients in another way, like mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. bigger way. So but yeah. but RSO. Is that's like how I help my friend, the one that owns a CBD company out yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, dude, I help probably five cancer patients a year. Is that the shit where you use like the ice cold water and shit? Or no, is that's that... that's that's uh that's basically um, well, there's dry ice keef. You could do dry ice keef, or you could do hash. You can make uh-huh. you can make hash bubble hash. Oh, oh, so like, but then oh, what yeah, I do, yeah, I, yeah, I make yeah, all yeah. of it, dude. I can make uh-huh. all that shit. But but what I do with RSO is I'll take. I'll pay. I'll take a big amount of cannabis, like bud and trim, top quality, and I'll break it down into into uh, a liquid with with alcohol extraction. So it's either ninety nine percent alcohol. Yeah. It's ninety nine percent isopropylene or Everclear, and I'll break that down, and then and then basically you extract it. You extract what's left after you extract is a very thick liquid. Uh-huh. So, dude, I make a lot of it, and because I, I help five, like at least five patients a year, out of pocket, I don't charge them. So, I either they're either going through chemo, if they're going through chemo, I help them through the process with with all the the meds through the process where. How do you not pick feeling. your patients? They, I run into them. Oh, just random. I just run into them. Like... I don't call for them, man. I don't want to call for them because yeah. honestly, man, it's it's scary because I've run into a lot of patients that I deal with that die. Because they get to me too late, so I might have to deal with that shit. So I've yeah, dealt with a lot of death. Yeah, like, damn, that's fucking rough. And that's dude. what that's what this whole project's about, dude. Jesus. That like when I talk about cancer patients, I I physically have dealt with cancer patients that are asking for help or family members yeah, that are asking for yeah. help that I just run into because they know that what I do. And you're lucky to find someone. Bless you, you. That knows like someone that does what I do. There's, there's not a lot. There's not a lot. There's not a lot of people that do it, dude. And and what I'll say, Damn, I won't say. Crazy, and the people bro. that you find that do do it, dude, charge fucking a shitload of money. Like I only charge one person, dude, and that's because he made me charge him because he was a fucking skin doctor for cancer. His mm-hmm. wife was on. My mom was in the ATF, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. And my mom told me one of my agents is mom's dying it was hard for her to even con alcohol tobacco fires for like it's like the fbi dude yeah so like exactly. i'm like are you yeah. okay are you, are they cool that's federal. That's yeah, federal. Dude. yeah so anyways i got talking with the dad the dad and ended up he was a fucking cancer doctor asking for help oh, and um she was dying already dude she had lost fucking probably 50 pounds she was skinny as fuck and couldn't fucking eat she she was miserable she was about to die so when they got to me, it was too late, and uh, I helped her. Basically, that night when they got the meds, dude, she was eating. She wanted a T-bone steak that night. She was, like, feeling good. Oh, yeah, the last time yeah. that she had, dude, like, most time, there was one guy that just passed, dude, that I was helping, one of my good friends, uh-huh. and I've met him a few times, cool as fuck, black dude, Warren. Um, he was a cool motherfucker, dude. He, uh, I helped him for a while, dude. He was getting, he was, he died, I think he died of COVID. They said he died of fucking, uh, uh, respiratory illness it was COVID dude they couldn't say but anyways when I was helping him he was almost dying in the hospital from uh, stage 4 lung cancer oh, then it spread to his brain then he had brain cancer by the time they got to me I knew he had brain cancer I donated 
they started giving it to him in the hospital, and that's what usually happens. Like that's not cool, dude. Like you can't tell tell people like the doctors that you're doing that shit in uh-huh. the hospital. You know what I'm saying? They have to yeah. sneak that shit in. So uh-huh. like they were giving that shit to him, dude. Then they told him like you're in, you're going to hospice. You need to fucking you're dying, dude. He fucking brain cancer disappeared. What? Then, then half of his lung, he had both his lungs were fucked up with cancer. One of his lungs started clearing. He they released him, and then they then he died because of fucking respiratory issues, which was wow. the COVID. Uh, so you're like he was actually getting well, better. Well, I've it I've helped healing. I've helped numerous people with it, dude, and that's what I. That's well, I what feel like even them. even with the multiple people that end up passing away, and and you having to you know like feel that you know feel that heartache. Oh, it's so You're dude. still, you're still fucking. It's still fulfilling, you know what I'm saying? It like, is, Because even when they, when they do, you know, the family maybe, contacted me after he died, dude, and thank you. Yeah, me, bro, that's they, what I'm saying. Yeah. Even if you catch them too late, like you're making their days a lot easier, yeah. bro. Like they're having a lot more fun. They're, they're, they're able to live rather than just sit there and just suffer. You know, their last couple of days, dude, but or I make, last I make, week, I make month creams. Or like, like yeah. I have patience, dude. Like, I have a, I have a little book that I created with, um, what do you call it, testimonials, and I, one of the ladies on there too, my wife actually knew her in high school, and she has, uh, what does she have? Uh, what do you call that? Not sorrow, probably. Um, it is a very bad muscle disease. Oh, and, uh, is it MS? Yeah, it might be MS. Dude, but um, I make I make a specialty cream, dude. That's because my creams. I mean, first of all, you got to think of the starting material, the plants that I'm that I'm dealing with. I'm making mm-hmm. like high quality fucking shit. Yeah, so if yeah. you deal with low quality shit, your meds are gonna be low quality. So, but I make really high quality rubs, topicals. So like for for people that have bad arthritis or any kind of like muscle issues or bone issues, I make I make uh, topicals for that, dude. And uh, dude, they fucking love it, dude. Like the topicals do great. What do you What do you add to like like so? Obviously, you have the plant or like some sort of extraction of the plant. But what else do you add to the topical so to I'll make do, it like a lotion or whatever? You know, I do. I use a coconut base. So coconut is the fat. So you need a fat, a fat in cannabis. That's you. like that's like the fat, even with edibles like that's why you make butter and, and use coconut oil and baking with cannabis because it, it makes the mm. effect that much more the fat that's what THC grab it basically grabs those molecules and that's what it connects it's, to it yeah basically. exactly yeah, it's, a, it's, yeah. a, it's a connector so like I use coconut oil uh, mostly and and like so I can make a, a really good THC extraction with THC and coconut oil and put them in caps like cap them so I make capsules I could do a THC capsule. I could do CBD capsules. I could do. Really? I could do. So the RSO. I so used to dude, do this. Hey, have you tried those THC capsules yourself? Oh yeah, I do. Do they so. fuck you up? No. So I, I'll, it depends on like how you want to make them. So like, if I wanted to fuck someone up, I could fuck someone you up. You could do. But that. I don't want. But I don't. That's not give, how you make it. But that's it, the thing is, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to give people a bad experiences. That is my thing. It's so more like, of a medicine. If you want to get fucked yeah. up, dude, you take the RSO cap. And dude, when I started oh, ex- really? when I started fucking around with RSO, I got fucked up for twenty four hours. What? Yeah, straight. <laughs> dude, I was like paralyzed, like really? no shit. Yeah, because if you got to think, if I if I take a pound of butter and break it into a into an ounce. Yeah, that's just gonna then, be pretty dude, potent. You're supposed it's to take if you take a, a toothpick, and you just like dip it in there and like barely twist it where there's like a half grain size of rice and you eat it, you're fucked up. Yeah, like fucked up dude yeah. so like when I first experimented when I was fucking around with it like obviously I have to try it 
and I wasn't even big into it. I'm like, I can just, I gotta try it so I can tell people how it is. Dude, I took a toothpick and I was like, I was like dipping it in there. Like I had a little cotton candy ball on the toothpick and I ate that shit. My wife's like, I think that's too much. So I just ate that shit, dude. Yeah. Dude, I was like washing the dishes for a minute and then I just fucking, I was like, I gotta go lay down. Dude, I was done for 24 hours. You know dude. what? I've had, I've, I've had those experiences, you know, it's where I felt drunk. From weed. I don't know if you ever felt that, but where I've gotten like sweaty, oh, I feel like lightheaded, kind of. I feel like I'm kind of like the room spinning a little bit. I'm like the same shit. I just gotta go lay down. Dude, I and was that's literally what I'll do. I was I'll like just go this, take a dude. Nap, I was like, I yeah, was like that, dude. Yeah, I tried yeah. to get up. I tried to get up, and I had to go lay back down. <laughs> that's so funny. But it was yeah. for 24 hours, dude. That is crazy. But you know what's crazy? So what's crazy is I didn't have cancer. I mean, obviously I'm fucked up in my back and shit. But what I noticed out of all of this and doing it for so long is when someone that has a disease and it's dying and it's in that much pain that their body's going through, it doesn't affect them that way. They can go through it, dude. I if I take a pill I get what you're saying. if I yeah, take a pill right yeah. now, I'm gonna get fucked up. But if I and I already I know this for a fact so I was hoping there's someone down the street with breast cancer. If she dude she took one pill and she took it fine the first night, she's like, I like this Dude, the next day she took like three of them and she was okay. Yeah, her because how much she's battling. It's not even her. I mean, she smoked a lot to begin with, but her tolerance is high because of what she her body's going through. Yeah. So yeah, it's but it's exactly. it's it's helping. You know what I mean? Like, dude, the shit helps, man. So like that's that's what this this whole project right here, dude. Like people that know me know what I'm about. Like it's a it's more it's not more about like the apparel is cool as fuck for me. Like that shit's cool, man. I I love it, but it's about like trying to help people that are going through it. That's so like the main If I could goal. get it to a point where I can create a 501c nonprofit and then actually get to a point where there's families that can't fucking afford to pay their bills because they're going through cancer treatments yeah. and they're not working, like Warren was, I hope. If I can help them like pay some bills during the time, that's what that's what I'm going for. Yeah, you, you know don't want to make a difference. You actually have oh, no, like man. a goal. You got like, a passion. I want to move. I want, real... That's what I'm saying, dude. Like that's why I'm putting so much into this. I want to. I'm not. I want to like create a movement. So like, if people aren't about it, dude, it's gonna really piss me off, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's yeah. gonna be like, you know what? I'm just gonna get the fuck off Facebook and fuck all you people, and I'm just gonna do this stuff myself. Because if no one wants to support it, but so far, man, I've I've actually I've actually had people buying. So, <laughs> but. It's gonna be That's what you gotta think though. You gotta think support though also isn't just people buying your clothing. So you gotta think, you know, like it might not jump right off the bat, but but people are very hater like for yeah, they a don't long want people to step time. On you, man. They don't want people to step on they're, you too. Like, they yeah, to and they're very hater until they see like, okay, this motherfucker is really a hundred percent about it, you know? So like Maybe they saw your first drop, but you got to keep that shit going. Do a second drop, to, do a third drop, do a fourth drop. Keep talking about it. Keep keep posting your photos about like the the plants like what and like the yeah. fucking the acid, the fucking the, yeah. the the nutrients. You know, like you want to once and and not that you don't, because obviously you do. I see you post more than most. Oh, people I post a lot, man. You're Try like it. on that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But speaking <laughs> of that shit. How can people reach you? How can people, how can they find you on Instagram? Do, do you have Facebook? How can they find the, your website? Yeah, Sabrina made a so my wife Sabrina made a Facebook Twitter, any of that Lifluence shit. Project. Yeah, yeah, she Legit. made a Lifluence Project, Legit. and I don't, I'm not too. I was on Facebook, but I got off of that. But uh, they can find me on you know uh, at Lifluence <coughs> at Lifluence Project or at underscore or at Live underscore Fluence. 
Tight. All right. And then what about? Do you have a? Do you have a Twitter or anything? Is it? No, sh- I never no, done, I've never done Twitter. No, no. What about TikTok? You be doing no, that, doing dude. stupid ass dance videos? No, dude. See, that's <laughs> the thing, dude. Like, I got a guy like in. in I don't SSC. have either of those either. I got a guy in SSC, dude, and he's crazy with that shit, dude. And yeah, he's fucking. I mean, he's younger too, man. But like, I don't know, man. Like. It was hard enough for me to get on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm yeah. old school, man. Like it was hard enough for me to get on Instagram. Like I said, dude, it's that shit's hard for me. Like just even social media. That's how I feel too, <laughs> and it's like you have to, and that shit sucks. You know, you're like, fuck. I don't. It really, does, man. But like, I guess I gotta do it. You know. I want to reach a lot of people with the shit, man. But like, like I said, Young Zeke, like we're doing some shit right now with, with the whole video, and uh, actually I got another guy, Money Bag, Money Bag. He goes by Moneybag on uh, on uh, um, Instagram, but he follows me, and he's in because he's a producer with Warren G. Oh, legit. And he's there. He's good friends with with my cousin Raphael that that owns all the fucking shit I was telling you about. Mm, but uh, yeah, uh. so he's a producer with Warren G. So I sent him a message today because he was liking my shit. But uh, like I know people, man, like like that, like. But it's yeah. like it just it takes them to look at it and. Dude, I was in. I, I got a fucking post um, a while back ago from. Uh, one of the homies that I met at the studio, they all love my weed and shit, dude. And uh, they took, he loves, he trusts my weed so much, dude. And he thinks I grow the best shit out here that he brought the shit to uh, Darren. Um, fuck, what was his name? Let me show you. He's a, he's got his own podcast, dude, Up in Smoke. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've, I've heard like, of that podcast. Yeah, dude. Uh, like fuck, I can't even remember. Yeah, I've heard of that podcast, Up in Smoke. I'm not so. big into fucking basketball, but. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. they brought my weed to to That's him, legit, dude. Uh, really. I have him in here. It's fucking tight. So I'm like trying to reach as many people, man. But yeah, bro. So your website too is Live Fluence Project. Yeah, the yeah LiveFluenceProject.com. That's legit. That yeah, dude. So that's like one of the designs. Oh, that's clean. So from LA's over there. Yeah, exactly. Um. Right here. Stack five and Matt Barnes. Oh, Matt Barnes. Yeah, so they got my weed, dude. Really? Yeah. That's fucking tight. Matt Barnes is legit, too. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's, that's cool, man. That's that's what's cool. Like, And people think they need to get this big-ass following to get those connections, and that's not really, that's not really the truth. Well, I know? mean, like... No, you just gotta no. have like you real gotta, people that well, are dude. For me, like I kind of just fell into that just yeah, because of my yeah. network. But it's weird how I met Young Zeke, man. Like yeah. I met him through a network, through a network, through a network, kind of. And he just so happened he had some he had some elite seeds that he didn't want to give anybody else, any growers, because they're most mostly all warehouse growers, and they're just gonna fucking just take them basically. Yeah, dude, and and so he knew what I was doing, and so dude, we just he called me one day, and I was like, "Fuck, Young Zeke's calling me, dude." And since then, we met up probably two years ago. Yeah, you're more of a boutique. Oh yeah, that's grower, it, dude. You know what I'm yeah. Saying? Oh like, yeah, that's yeah. Just more custom. Yeah. Oh, definitely, unique, man. Unique. And that's how shit. I want to treat this. It's like I don't fuck all your other shit, dude, out there. Yeah, like, yeah. I, like if I if I created a line for cannabis and and I created something that that was for the people and I had a shop, take a fucking number. When it's done, it's done. It's not fucking cured yet. Yeah. That's how I want my shit. Exactly. Unless you're one of the homies and you can get in. And get the shit, but other than that, like you gotta fucking wait for the shit. 
It's yeah. not ready. Cause no, it's that's not the way you gotta keep it. You gotta make it. Keep yeah, it but if, like if it, you, you think about it too, especially the prices they're charging, man. Like if you're charged, dude. I've been. I go. I know all the homies at the hydro shop, man. Like the go generation, man. Dude's approaching me, man. Like I, I bring them samples and shit, dude. And they, yeah. they come and tell me all the time, man. Like. Your shit is the fucking like. It's like highest quality, dude. Of the shop. Like, you know, what I'm dude, saying? the motherfuckers at the shop don't go shit, dude. Like, yeah, it's, it's big dry. Lit. The it's, shop We've my been shit harvested crumbles. in 2019. My shit crumbles nice, dude. Holy shit. Uh, he's he's asking me to do like they do a lot of bike rides all through Coachella, like bicycle rides and shit. And he's like, dude, we got like ten guys at least, man. I can get like ten guys that do want pre rolls every week that that fucking will want your shit, like. Yeah. Just tell me your price. The chops are charging 25, 30 bucks for a pre roll, dude. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, dude. I go, dude, I'll fucking make your pre roll, keep it up and everything, dude, for like 15. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. No, they're charging crazy amounts. 25, 30 bucks for a fucking pre roll that's fucking not even dank. Not even good. To it, dude. Low quality weed. Yeah, fuck that, dude. Keeps nasty. That's fucking like. Yeah. That's, that's I, I smoke these little, and it's crazy because they're 10 bucks, but they're these like half gram pre rolls, and they're called Littles. Oh yeah, yeah. I and those are like my favorite because all the other ones suck. You oh, know, shit. like these are the only ones that get it's me high. Banger you know right there. That half gram is worth that ten <clears> bucks. <throat> they got those stupid ass fucking blokey blunts. Or whatever oh, you're gonna get fucked up on that shit, that dude. Are fucking thirty bucks or whatever. Oh, this shit, the weed. Right oh yeah, you're gonna yeah. get fucked. You yeah, got I'm fucked sure up on that shit, dude. And then some of the other shit, dude. I actually have some crosses that are curing right now. So the cross, so you know, dude, just keep it up. Is Dog Walker. That's the cross I'm doing. Dog Walker OG. Right. So I cross Dog Walker with Cherry Pie, Cherry Punch, Mimosa, Lemon OG. Fucking with, I cross Dog Walker with Dog Walker. So like, be some crazy and dude, shit. that shit, no, dude, it's fucking dank, dude. Like the shop's on. I never dude. heard of Dog Walker. What type of, what is the, what is the it's a, flavor? It's or more like the, uh, it's more, it's more, it's a, it's a hybrid what I'm creating, but yeah. um, depending on the strain, like, the mimosa with dog walker is more, more of a sativa, I would say. But the cherry punch, dude, the cherry punch, like the flavor, Fire, the flavors on this, on yeah. the on the shit, dude, are crazy. Like I don't know how Damn. you're smoking, but if you're doing it out of a bong, you can really taste the flavors. Um, if you're doing out of even out of like when I was at the studio this last weekend, dude, um, they were they were rolling fucking uh, uh, backwoods, and. The cherry punch just came right through the backwoods. The backwoods didn't even you didn't even taste nothing out of it. It was really? so fucking so pure, dude. I like something. I lost swishers or whatever. Black backwoods. I don't even think I've ever rolled a oh, backwoods. Oh shit, dude. I don't even know if I know how to. Is I don't. Like I don't even roll. I don't even roll backwoods, dude. I don't even roll shit, dude. Other than fucking raws. I don't. I just don't. That's how late in the game mm-hmm. I got. Like I never. I didn't grow. Like I didn't grow up in fucking weed. Like. In high school, all my yeah, friends, yeah. all my friends, they everyone thought I was a pothead because I hung out with all the potheads, but I never smoked when I was in high school. I was <laughs> I was big into wrestling. I wrestled my whole fucking high school career. I was went to nationals and everything. That's crazy. Yeah, bro, dude. Bro. So I never yeah. fucking I never smoked, dude. So um, so like yeah, it's crazy. Like like rolling, dude. I get frustrated because I try to roll, dude. I've rolled I've rolled like a few like really good ones. I can't though. roll joints. Oh, dude, I, I can't was roll joints, I was so all excited good. after I fucking rolled it, dude. But I but there is some shit, dude. I just bought, but it's a tobacco. It's it's a tobacco product. It's a it's a what do they call it? It's a leaf. You can buy leafs. They're fucking. It's a. Uh, I'll send you the link, but really? it's a, it's an actual plant leaf, dude. Tobacco fuck, leaf. Really? Yeah, dude. And then if they're kind of expensive, but you cut it up, and then it's easier to roll because they're they're really malleable. They're uh, they bend. They're not like crispy or anything. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, dude. Fanta leaf. 
Really? If you go to like uh Have you were smoking that shit? Uh well over there was backwoods, but you can get uh, if you look at like the liquor store or the, the tobacco stores out here, uh-huh. asking if they have Fanta leaves and it comes in a package rolled up, dude, like a like a little roll. Yeah. But they're yeah, kind yeah. of expensive, might spend like twenty bucks for like a little pack, but it, the leaf when you roll it out it's like that big. It's big as so you just cut yeah. it up, dude, and then you it's you easier roll. it's easier to roll. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, but I'm not a big roller. Like I have a bong at home and like that's generally the way I that's smoke. Cool. But yeah, yeah. I usually smoke I'll roll a blunt or something, or I have like a little pipe, but that's about what I smoke. Yeah. I used to have a bong, and I, I love the bong. I think is the best, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Well, that's where you get all your, your, cleanest, your flavors and everything. Yeah, it just running through that water, too, for some yeah. reason. It Put just some ice in there, dude. Yeah, it cleans yeah. everything. But, but yeah, bro, I think we should wrap this shit up. I think we're almost at two yeah, hours. Yeah, for sure, dude. Let's do it. Almost to nine o'clock. Yeah, shit, my wife's probably asking, too. She's probably like, what the fuck? <laughs> Episode 49, we're done. One, oh, we are at two hours. Damn. Oh, are we? Oh, we are That's still crazy. going? That's <laughs> crazy. Two hours, seven minutes. That shit's crazy. Hell yeah, dude.